Remember, remember the 5th of November when there's a little nip in the air and it's the first weekend of November in the Palmetto State. You know it's high school playoff football time in South Carolina. Tyler Cup, Mo Bell on the call to bring you the South Point Stallions as they play host to the Cavaliers of Richland Northeast out of Columbia. And, Mo, we're excited to bring this one to you. And it's another year, South Point's playing host to another playoff opponent. But there's something different about this South Point team. Talking to Devontae Holloman this week, he's a very soft-spoken, reserved guy. But he was intense this week. He was focused this week. He feels really good about this senior-laden club, an experienced club that he's got here with the Stallions. Well, several years, years back, year in, year out, they were in Columbia in the finals, uh, winning state championships along the way. The last two years have not been kind. And I'm sure Devontae Holloman is aware of that. And the seniors, they re- there's nothing worse than losing the last game of the year. Yeah. And it's a playoff game. You go home, more is expected. They're coming ready to play tonight, Tyler. A little chip on the shoulder of Devontae Holloman and these 20 seniors here at South Point. We're at D3 South at the Corral, and we're ready to bring you high school playoff football between the Stallions and the Cavaliers. Let's take a timeout. We come back. We'll have kickoff of tonight's game between South Point and Arnie. Benny Etter here. No matter what the weather, AirTech makes it better. Don't let the cold drive your energy costs through the roof. Take advantage of the area's lowest price winter tune-up now. Call AirTech Heating and Air. Call AirTech at 327-7100. Have you or someone you know gone through a recent job change? Are you recently retired? Are you unsure if you're still on the right track to retire on time? Whether this life change was planned or sudden due to COVID-19, you may be facing some decisions to make regarding your retirement plans. The advisors at Carroll Financial want to help. Give them a call or visit them at carrollfinancial.com to set up an appointment. Carroll Financial on Main Street in downtown Rock Hill. Advisory service offered through Carroll Financial Associates, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Investors, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. I'm Dr. Culp with Burrow, Welchel, and Culp Orthodontics. One thing we've learned is that braces have no age limit. So whether you're young at heart or young in age, we've got you covered. Plus, we offer plans as low as $99 a month. Visit SaturdayBraces.com. With a new COVID variant circulating, we know your family, staff, and customer safety is important. We can help by sanitizing your workspace or home for COVID-19. Call me, Jen, with Bio One for your disinfecting, crime scene, and extreme filth cleaning needs. BioOneCharlotte.com. I'm Brenda Brandon with Double B Graphics. We offer custom and corporate apparel, in-house embroidery, personalized monogramming, and screen printing. We've got you covered for sports teams, trophies, and much more. Double B beside the QT on Heckle Boulevard, 803-980-3312. Back to D3 South at the Corral, home of the South Point Stallions. Their last state championship was in 2017, and most South Point fans would tell you that's too long ago. They're ready to get back to Columbia this year. It'll be played at Benedict College, and boy, oh, boy, is there a feeling about this stallion team this year? But first, they got to get past the Richland Northeast Cavaliers who come out of Region 4-4A. These are old region foes, Mo. 
And South Point owns an 8-1 series lead. And if you're wondering, when's the last time Richland Northeast beat this South Point team? You have to go back to the very first year of South Point's existence in 2006. The last three meetings between these two clubs, South Point has outscored R&E by a score of 189-3. So these Italians have uh, had their way with the Cavaliers over the last four or five years. Well, on paper, there's no question South Point should win this game. Uh, Richland Northeast comes in with a 3-7 and seven uh, record, which is not that great, of course. They average 14 points a game, and they give up 21, which is a negative seven. So on paper, they don't look that great. However, it's playoff time. Anybody can win. Uh, South Point on the other hand, seven to one. They come in averaging 34 points, giving up 11 for plus 23. So on paper, yeah, it's South Point, but it's playoffs. And as I said earlier, two years ago in the first round, South Point. They just didn't seem to like cold weather that night. They ran into a team that liked to have a running game. They ran hard, and South Point got beat. So we've got to – we're going to do a lot the first quarter. Agree. How does South Point do against a running team? How do they play in cold weather? Do they have the chip in the shoulder that you and I think we see? We'll find out. And as you'll see across the Palmetto State tonight in the first round of the high school football playoffs from 1A to 5A, this is why you play the game. Everybody's record is 0-0. Zero zero. It starts anew, and you start fresh in the first round of the postseason. South Point has accepted, and they will kick it off to Richland Northeast. So we will see the Cavaliers on offense for the first time tonight. The Cavs are coached by first-year man Walt Wilson, trying to change the culture at r It's their first postseason appearance since 2015, and you'd have to go all the way back to the mid-'90s when Richland Northeast had consistent success year in and year out, actually won a state championship back in 1994. Well, Richland Northeast traditionally has good athletes on the team. They just haven't had the coaching or the scheme or something hasn't been there. But there's been a lot of good ball players that have have done quite well. This year's team has some really big players. They've got some linemen that are two different linemen that are over 300 pounds. Uh, Can they move? Well, we'll find out uh, later on that, too. Devontae Holloman told me one of the biggest challenges for his club is going to be getting around this R&E offensive line here tonight. So South Point will kick away. Chip Destazio will kick it to Richland Northeast. And the band is playing loud. We've got the fans in the stands. And we're ready for playoff football on the OTS Sports Network right here on 1041 The Bridge in the WRHI mobile app. R&E brings it up to about the 15-yard line and a gaggle of red jerseys crowd around them and bring them down. So we'll see the Cavaliers on offense for the first time. Now, I noticed in warm-ups, Mo, they had a fullback and a tight end, at least on the roster, throwing passes in warm-ups. I understand that they did have some injuries to the quarterback position the last couple weeks, but we'll see who they send out here. And as we predicted, look at that big offensive line for the Cavaliers. They are pretty jam-packed there at guard and tackle. Normally, uh, Northeast has a freshman as a quarterback, the coach's son, and he is not on the field. Uh, This could be... um, Looks like Samaj Pixley, the QB, and they hand it off near side, and he's immediately drugged down near side. Absolutely nowhere to go. Well, that was just a really hard hit. South Point trying to make a statement, and you do that in the early part of the game. Sometimes the runners can get a little timid, uh, maybe not even want the ball later on. That was a hard hit. That was Anquarius Davis on the stop. 75 tackles for him. Out of the shotgun snap. Three receivers right, one left. 
And it's going to be a keeper for the QB, and he can't get vertical, and he's cut down again by Davis. And Quarius Davis back-to-back stops for this South Point defense, and it brings up third down and ten. I think South Point anticipated a Richard Northeast team that's going to run the ball, not pass much. Be interested to see what they do in a third and ten situation. Samaj Pixley, the quarterback, taking the place of William Wilson, the coach's son. And let's see what Arne comes out with here. Two receivers to the right, two to the near side. They're going to move the running back over to the right. South Point lines up in a four-man front. And they're bunched up tight in the box. Third down and ten. Pixley going to roll to his right, going to keep it himself. And finally, he's taken down after a short gain of one, maybe two. And Arne will have to punt three and out on their opening possession. And give credit to A.J. Miller, Seven tackles for a loss on the season. Couldn't quite get one there, but he gets credit for the stop on the one-yard game. Well, that was a really nice tackle. Came from uh, right inside the line of scrimmage. Uh, attempted to block him, but he uh, he got through the line pretty quick. So the Cavs will set out the punt. Tyler Cup, Mobile on the broadcast on 104-1 The Bridge and the WRHI mobile app. First round of the postseason in Class 4A, South Point and Richland Northeast. And we will see the Stallions on offense for the first time tonight as the ball rolls to the 44-yard line. And we will see this high-powered South Point offense led by senior Zay McCrory, 1,800 yards passing, 17 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He's also got four on the ground rushing. And I'm excited to see Wayman Jenneret, one of the outstanding star receivers in the state of South Carolina, just under 60 catches on the year shy of 900 yards and 11 touchdowns. But they like to run the ball, do the Stallions. Ran it very well against York a week ago. Two receivers left, two right. Going to be a handoff straight ahead. And I think that's Caleb Sims powers his way for a short gain. Check that. Jaquan Thompson on the carry. Picks up two yards, second and eight. Tallest player on the field right now is South Point's quarterback, McCrory. He's 6'5", <laughs> 234, senior. Big presence. That allows him to throw the ball a little bit easier than the guys that are 5'8". You know, take out his position. He's just an impressive-looking specimen and a football player. Four wideouts. McCrory claps his hands. Looks like he made a bit of an audible there. Three-step drop. Good protection. Throws, and that's going to be caught by the intended receiver at the 45. Knocked out of bounds at the 40 and move those chains. South Point Stallions. How about the freshman getting in the action? Mason Pickett hits on the little button hook for the first down. Yeah, nice catch. He ran a good route. He stayed along the line of scrimmage, ran out about seven, eight yards, and just nobody, no defender was there, so he stopped in his tracks, and the quarterback found him wide open. So two plays and a quick first down for the Stallions, and they're inside Cavalier territory for the first time tonight. It's going to be a handoff to Thompson. Straight, actually, no. McCrory keeps it himself, and he's brought down for a short gain. Might have been some miscommunication there in the backfield, but it's still a gain of three. When you get a big body like McCrory, he can just fall forward and get three yards. Yeah, he can, and uh, they faked me out, too. I thought the running back had it and had a big gainer, but McCrory held on to that maybe a little bit too long. Little RPO by the Stallions. Big offensive front. Across that front, it's McMore, Adams, Wilson, Greenwood, and Day. Three seniors, a junior, and a sophomore on the line. McCrory, pump fake. Going to fire over the middle, and that is incomplete. Could not connect with Jenneret. Double covered on the play. Third down and seven upcoming. 
I like the way McCrory stayed in the pocket. He didn't abandon the pocket. He checked off on two, maybe three different receivers, threw into coverage. There was actually yeah. double coverage. Uh, almost made the completion, but good job of defense by the Cavaliers. You get the feeling, Mo, that the Stallions are just kind of feeling out what they can get on offense here very early on in the game. Third down, we'll call it a long seven. McCrory going to pass. Looking, good protection throws, and that is caught by the intended receiver at the 30, and he's going to be just shy of the first down from where we're sitting, and that was Armendez Husky on the reception, and that's going to be just shy. Fourth down and one. Well, you're in that in-between land. It's too close for too far for a field goal, but too close to punt. They're yeah. going for it. Going for it here. Ball inside the 35. Looks to be at about the 31-yard line. McCrory looks at the sideline. Back to the line. Hand off to Thompson. Straight ahead. Got it. Inside the 20. Down inside the 15. Still on his feet to the 10. That's the new set of downs for the Stallions. Jaquan Thompson. And what a good job of blocking on that right side of the center. A pretty big hole. Nobody there until the safety hit him 15 yards down the field. Nice run. It's going to be another handoff to Thompson straight ahead, and he just powers his way down inside the 10 to the 8. Nothing fancy about that. That's just a case saying our guys can outblock your defenders, and we're going to come right at you and bull you straight ahead. That's what they did on that one and picked up five, six yards. So it's going to be second down and goal at the seven. Jaquan Thompson going to get the handoff again. Powers his way into the goal line. Did he get it? Touchdown, South Point Stallions. Jaquan Thompson from seven yards out. Another play just like the last one, just straight up the middle. Nothing fancy. Just allowing your blockers to to hit the defenders, push them back. And Thompson ran straight ahead, north-south, got in the end zone. Jaquan Thompson straight away, and he had the big drive that – the big run, I should say, that finished off the fourth and one, got him inside the 10-yard line for a first and goal, and he takes it the rest of the way for the score. Flag down on the extra point. want to give a shout-out to my good friends Ava and Alexander listening in Elgin, South Carolina, and to the lovely Liz Tate as well. Appreciate you guys listening on the WRHI mobile app. Hope you both are being good for homie. That was offsides against uh, Richland Northeast. And South, oddly, South Point took the penalty, which moves it up one yard. Really doesn't matter. Sometimes you'll decline that. You're just kicking an extra point anyway. Spot kick, and that is good. Jeff Destazio knocks it through. And the South Point Stallions strike first blood. It's 7-0. Stallions lead it. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Ride like a pro on My Ride Rock Hill. Plan your trip using Google Maps. Type your destination, click directions, and choose transit to see the bus routes. Make my ride your ride at MyRideRockHill.com. Fall is a great time to replace your heating and air unit. You can choose the best fit for your home, plus alleviate that stress during the harsh weather ahead. Get up to $1,500 instant rebates or 0% interest-free for 60 months on approved systems at Lighthouse Heating and Cooling. 803-329-1200. Does your business need to operate more efficiently? Whether you're uploading or sharing large data files, using web-based applications, or streaming high-definition video, businesses demand more bandwidth. Comporium's business class internet with speeds up to one gig and dedicated ethernet options can meet any of these needs. Keep your business growing and growing efficiently. Call Comporium Business Services and learn more about business class internet options or go online to Comporium.com.
Nastasio boots it in the end zone for a touchback, and r &E will start at their own 20-yard line. But Jaquan Thompson with his sixth rushing touchdown of the season and over 400 yards. In, you're wondering 400 yards through eight games, not a whole lot. Well, this is a one-two punch, really a three-man punch for this running game. You've got McCrory at quarterback, who's got over 300 yards rushing. Then Sims with 340, and Jaquan Thompson just eclipsed 400 yards on the season. So a uh, balanced rushing attack for this South Point Stallion offense. Well, it was a good mix of, of passing and running on that. Big yards were from the running, but he threw two or three completions on that drive, too. Yes, he did. So offense a little more spread out for r &E, but they're going to have it on a quarterback keeper, and he might have got to the original line of scrimmage. South Point thought it was a fumble, but he was indeed down on the play. Getting the stop was once again Inquarius Davis. You know, you look at the South Point team, and they've got a lot of seniors on defense, but so far the man making the plays on defense is Inquarius Davis, only a 10th grader, Mo. Uh, well, he, he looks like somebody I remember from several years ago called Devontae Holloman. Oh, boy. I like the way he has lateral movement. He's on the right side in front of the guard position, but he's, those last two tackles have been on the left end position. Check that. Davis is a senior. Here's a rollout by the QB, and he's going to be stopped just shy. Actually, they're going to give him a yard past the line of scrimmage, so let's call it a third and seven for r and &E. I think we're starting to see r and &E's strategy is, and it's to, to stay in this game by running the ball, and that's what they've done on every play so far. Don't know if they really have a quarterback that can pass it, so they're relying on the running game. So far, not working. Third down and six. Got a little mix-up here on the South Point defense, making some changes at the line. It's seven to nothing on the Nichols Store scoreboard. South Point just took the lead. Arnie has the ball for the second time tonight. And here comes the pressure. There's a tip almost intercepted by South Point to bring up fourth down. Boy, they brought the house on the screen pattern, and he barely got that ball off. Yeah, good good play call, I thought, by Coach Wilson, uh, but it just didn't work, and that's because South Point defenders were in there and uh, don't have the tight of the player that hit him, but he hit the ball, but uh, the quarterback's going to have a tough time throwing it over those guys. They're really big on South Point's front. Mo, that's a gutsy play call when you allow those edge rushers for South Point to come right on through to your quarterback like that. Oof. So Arnie back to punt. High snap. Corrals it and boots this one. Takes a South Point bounce inside Arnie territory at about the 47. So South Point will have great field position once again right around midfield inside r &E territory. High school football in the OTS Sports Network fans brought to you in part by Hospitality Heating and Air Conditioning of Rock Hill. The most comfortable call you can make. Call 980-4677. Rock Hill Coca-Cola Bottling Company supporting York County sports for 115 years. And Pavilion Women's Center, uniting hope, health, and healing. So Zan McCrory and the Stallion offense with a 7-0 lead are back out on offense. And here's the handoff straight ahead to Caleb Sims, breaking tackles on his way for a big 10-yard gain on first and 10. Looks like he just got the first down yard marker at the 35. Well, he was hit hard after about a five-yard gain, but spun a bit and just kept going forward and got the extra five yards just with the determination and effort. Sims, a junior tailback. 
McCrory back to pass. Good protection. Throws this one. 101 coverage. And that is brought down by Wayman Jenneret. Might have gotten a little push off there, but it's going to be first and goal inside the five for Jenneret. Well, that was a play that you'd see in pro ball. You had one-on-one coverage, and it was actually very good coverage. And the, threw the ball short, and it was sort of a jump ball. But that's a design play. Yes, kind it of is. You work, in, work on that play in June and July. Listen, Jenneret, part of that South Point Stallion Championship basketball team that won the state. He just boxed out and brought it in. I don't know how a defender stops that pass. Three receivers right, one left. Hand off to Caleb Sims. Can he walk into the end zone? No signal yet. He's right there at the goal line, and they're going to say he's at the one. Mm. I thought he was in. I thought so, too. Ran left side and, and made good effort, but I guess uh, the rest are right there. They they see it better than we do, and he's not in the end zone, apparently. So second and goal at the whoa. That's how close it is. Generate going to hand off to Sims, try to get him to finish it off. Down at the one again. I don't think he got it. Drug down. Well, he was hit right at the line of scrimmage. That was number 75, who uh, is Marco Mosser, sophomore. Don't have his weight, but I'm guessing he's 300-plus. You're not going to move him out. You better run a different direction. South Point bringing some extra beef on the line. Micah Peterson coming into the game. McCrory going to hand it off. That's Jaquan Thompson. Walks into the end zone. Touchdown. South Point Stallions. The second of the night for Jaquan Thompson who finishes off a great drive. Well, and gives some credit uh, to the left side of the line of scrimmage. He was not touched. Pretty good blocking up front. They bring in some extra beef and got that push. Thompson gets in for six and the Stallions are off and running. 13 to nothing pending the extra point. Stasio gets the spot kick, and that's good. 14 to nothing. South Point is rolling. Leading Richland Northeast, you're listening to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. Alton Hyatt is Rock Hill's real estate expert, specializing in residential purchase and refinancing, home equity and land purchases, plus probate, estate planning, and wills. Call 328-1851. Alton Hyatt Law Firm of Rock Hill. Council with the name you know. I'm Jeannie with Harbor Chase of Riverwalk. Help us support this community all November by donating non-perishable food items for the Dorothy Day's Soup Kitchen. Drop off donations in our lobby on Duncan's Ferry Road. Harbor Chase of Riverwalk. We celebrate senior living. 803-650-3825. Have you tried the all-new KFC chicken sandwich? Whoa, a new chicken sandwich? Yes, they started off with a perfectly baked brioche bun, followed by 20% bigger crispy chicken filet. Of course, they finish it with their classic mayo and extra crispy pickles. I got the classic, but my wife chose the spicy. And the best part, it's only $3.99 or make it a combo with fries and a drink for just $6.99. Sign me up. It's the KFC chicken sandwich at your local South Carolina KFC. Another big boot by Destazio, and Richland Northeast is going to get a decent return here. And they're going to bring it up just past the 20-yard line, out of bounds near the 23. Want to give a shout-out to our good friend, Chet Tucker, listening to us. I think he's in the mountains this weekend. I don't know, but Chet deserves a little time off here now. He certainly does. I'm I'm glad he's not here, and I hope he's enjoying himself. Appreciate you listening, Chetter. So, Richland Northeast will have the football for the third time tonight, and it has been a couple of quick three and outs due to the South Point smoldering stallion defense. Five running plays, one attempted pass that almost turned into an interception. Yep. 
and pick six. So yep. lack of offense from uh, north southeast right now. Three receivers left, one right. They're going to try to pass, but nothing downfield. Now he's got to run and brought down behind the line of scrimmage. That's sack number 37 as a team for the Stallions. And there were too many guys to name. A lot of red jerseys wrapped them up. I did see Davis and Miller back there, Williams as well. Three receivers for Richard Northeast route, but they just were well covered. And the quarterback didn't have time to even pick them out anyway. Such a good rush. The South Point defense has come out fired up. Four down linemen for the Stallions. Second down and 10. Clock ticking. 3.15 to go in the first. It's 14 to nothing South Point here on the Nickel Store scoreboard. Pixel takes the snap and makes a little shifty move, trying to come near side, and he gets hit hard and finally brought down after a very short gain. Maybe got two yards. And on the stop there, let's see. That was 36, Jonathan Williams. Yeah, he got to him first, but quickly had three or four other players coming over to help him out. South Point seems to be playing with a little more intensity than I expected, Tyler. They're, they yeah. came ready to play. Again, this team playing with a chip on their shoulder. Some would say and argue, and I'd, I'd be in this camp, not getting the respect they deserve in Class 4A this year. Kind of getting overshadowed by some other clubs. But South Point's got a good, as good of a resume as anybody in Class 4A. Back to pass, looking to throw. Now he's going to run, keep it himself, and he's brought down just past the line of scrimmage. And again, just another scramble because there's nothing to throw to downfield. We've talked about the defensive front mow, but give credit to the defensive backfield on some great coverage when he drops back. Yeah, there's he has two problems. One, I don't think he can see over the South Point defenders who are really big. <laughs> and second is the receivers are covered. Yeah. So what do you do? Well, you eat it and run and scramble around try to get two or three yards if you can. Yeah, give credit to Steele, DJ Barksdale, McCullough. And, of course, Quan Peterson, the Syracuse commit. There's a high snap for the punter, and this is high. Oh, boy, not a good punt. Into the lights. It's going to take a R&E bounce, however, to the Cavalier 45, and we've got an official down. Hopefully he's okay. Looks like he's being helped up by South Point. Getting up slow. He may need help. Oh, man. You don't think about the referee. They're right in the middle of the action, particularly mm-hmm. the umpire. They're near the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, it's hard for them to see what's coming at them sometimes. They can't get out of the way. Yeah, sometimes those guys just get flat-out blindsided. He's trying to shake it off. It gives us an opportunity to tell you, fans, the high school football in the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by the Schiller-Hamilton Law Firm. We've got your back. Call 366-0333. Price Brothers Incorporated. Career opportunities and employment available now. Visit pbiapply.com. The YMCA of Upper Palmetto with convenient locations in York and Lancaster counties. And if you miss any of your favorite 2021 high school football playoff games, you can hear the complete rebroadcast online in the OTS Sports Vault starting at 6 a.m. every Saturday, available at WHI.com. Here's a little pitch and catch to Damari Kendrick. Looks like he picked up nine, maybe ten yards far side. It was a very short button hook route. He just stepped out about three or four yards, caught it, and took it another five. It's going to be second down and one. Well, I like the way McCrory just he stands in the pocket. He checks one or two receivers, and he's so tall he can deliver the ball um, right where it needs to be. Showing a lot of poise tonight, Mo. 
Yeah, that's the right word. Two receivers left, two right. Kendrick going to drop back, throw this one deep downfield, and it's incomplete. Way too far for Armendez Husky down the near sideline, and it brings up third down and one. Yeah, again, plenty of protection. A lot of uh, threw the ball a long way, but it was just way high and actually landed out of bounds. No way to catch that one. We're at D3 South at the Corral, home of the South Point Stallions for yet another first-round playoff matchup as the Stallions are looking to make a run, get back to the state title game for the first time since 2017. Devontae Holloman in his third year at the helm for South Point. Here's a handoff straight ahead to the back. He's got room. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, South Point Stallions. Oh, goodness, that was Laverius Copley. Well, Copley ran through the left side of the line of scrimmage, a little bit of contact five or ten yards down the field, and then two players were right beside him, but he put on a little extra burst of speed, sped away from him. Nice, nice run. Copley with the big run. Let's see, unofficially that was, we'll call that about a 39-yard touchdown run, and that's a spot kick. Good, but a flag is down. Hold everything. Flag is down on the play. So they're actually going to count the field goal and mark it off on the kickoff. So it's 20 to nothing, and they'll mark the extra point, make it 21, with 42 seconds left remaining here in South Point. You're listening to High School Football, the OTS Sports Network. Say, with the holidays near and the days getting shorter, the nights getting longer, make sure that your family is safe going from the car to the house. Make sure you have security lighting for your driveway. Give us a call here at Jonathan Brown Electric, and we can help you with those needs. 704-936-8990. Experience the peace of mind of Imperial's complete winterizing service. This is Mike Elder. Let the pros at Imperial Pool and Spas put your pool safely to bed for the winter with all the latest winterization techniques. Imperial Pool and Spas, 21 Bypass Rock Hill and in Lake Wiley. Headed into the weekend thinking about the chores you need to get done? Then you need to stop at James River Equipment in Rock Hill. We'll help you live your dream with a new John Deere because a John Deere makes taking care of your property more enjoyable. We offer a free delivery as well as a 10-year warranty on compact utility tractors so you can get more done. Come find us at 380 North Anderson Road, 15 minutes south of the I-485 and the I-77 interchange. Request a quote today at jamesriverequipment.com. Avante Grant with the return for Richland Northeast, and it brings them out. Let's see where they spot this football. We'll call it the 22-yard line. It was a 37-yard run for the South Point Stallions on their last touchdown. Three scores, three touchdown runs for South Point. 21 to nothing, 36 seconds left in the first quarter, and the Stallions are running. And Richland Northeast, three possessions, three, three and outs. No first downs. Yeah. Their fourth offensive possession here. They may have gained about seven total yards in this first quarter. It has been tough sledding for the Cavs. Or as Gene Knight would call them, the swashbucklers from Columbia. It's going to be a handoff straight ahead. Nothing doing there. And on the stop, give credit to Jeremiah Feaster. Feasting on the running game of RE. Just another run straight up the middle. And I think Richland Northeast doing really their best 
chance is to run the ball just like they're doing. Uh, don't appear to have a good passing game. So you got to get your blocking done up front. He's got some big guys up front, but no holes, nowhere to go. You know, and that's one of the things I've noticed, this being the difference this year than last year, even two years ago, the physicality of the South Point defense and what they're able to do in the front seven. We'll talk about that more in just a bit. That's the end of the first quarter. The South Point Stallions are out and running 21 to nothing. They lead Richland Northeast. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Max Abilities of York County has been serving individuals with special needs and their families since 1980. Their mission is to maximize those abilities locally by teaching, empowering, advocating, and mentoring. For more information, visit maxabilities.org. At Nickel Store, they're going to make sure that every owner of a new safe becomes a safe professional. You're going to know how to change the combination. You're going to know how to change the battery. If you got a mechanical lock, you're going to know what the key's used for. You're going to know how to adjust the shelves. Nickel Store, I-77, exit 73, Rock Hill. At Family Trust, we know how important it is to provide you with low interest rates, which is why we are offering an introductory 0% APR on credit cards for the first 12 months. That's right, 0% APR. Plus, we have no balance transfer fees, no annual fee, and no cash advance fee. It doesn't get better than that. At Family Trust, we keep you in mind and keep you first. Apply fast and easy on our mobile app or through our website, 803-367-4100, or visit familytrust.org for complete terms and conditions. Membership is required. Back to D3 South at the Corral. Tyler Cup, Mobile here on the call. Noble Counterman back at Broadcast Center. 21 to nothing. South Point leads it over Richland Northeast in this first round contest of the Class 4A state football playoffs. Richland Northeast facing a second down and 10. And that has been really the theme. Second down and longs for the Cavaliers against this South Point defense. Three receivers on the near side, one on the far side. They're trying to spread them out. And it's going to be a little screen pattern to the receiver. Just nowhere to go. Oh, my goodness. As soon as he caught it, four red jerseys all around him. Jeremiah Feaster finishes off the play. Yeah, three of them hit him, but Jeremiah hit him the hardest. <laughs> he came from the middle of the field and just, man, just straight at him and good hard lick. Jalen Stratford in on the stop as well. First time we've called his name. Lost a five on that play. Nice yep. tackle. Third down and 15. You know, the South Point defense has not forced a ton of turnovers that you would imagine a team the caliber of South Point and where they are in the standings, but boy, they really do a great job in tackles for loss. They put their, they put their opponents behind the sticks. And there's a little slant pattern that is caught at the 24-yard line. It picks up some of that lost yardage and then some, but it's still going to be a long down and distance for the Cavs. I think that's fourth down, and it is. And that will be the fourth uh, three and out. Yep. Uh, Join Kevin and Taylor each weekday morning for a fresh family-friendly approach to the Daily Grind weekdays from 6 to 11 a.m. here on 104.1 and 94.3 the bridge. Check the updated scores of any of your favorite playoff games tonight by going to the nickel scoreboard at WRHI.com. So RE gets their best punt of the night thus far, and it's actually going to take a South Point bounce backwards. It actually went into RE territory. It bounced at the South Point 49 that went to the RE 49. And that's where it goes out of bounds. And how about this field position all night? 
for the Stallions. I I think their average field position has been right here around midfield. Well, it's been basically kickoff to Richland Northeast. They run their ball three times, and then they punt, and South Point gets it at midfield. That's been the scenario for this is for the fourth time. And South Point goes in and scores. They have not punted the entire game here in the second quarter. Two receivers on the near side, two to the far side. It's going to be another handoff. That's Caleb Sims. Check that. Zay McCrory keeps it himself on the option, and he's going to run into an RNE defender down inside the 45 to the 44-yard line. That's a gain of six, second and four. And the second or third time that Tyler and I are having trouble knowing who has the ball. <laughs> Pretty good uh, fake. I'll give quarter, credit to the quarterback and the coaching staff when you can fake it and People in the press box don't even know who has the ball. Senior experience with Zay McCrory at QB. McCrory going to throw over the middle, and that is off the fingertips of the intended receiver, Armandez Husky, incomplete. It was a deep slant pattern, kind of a skinny post, and was unable to bring that one in, third down and four. Thrown on target. Now the defender made contact with them, but probably should have caught that one. Got some young receivers here for South Point. Got a freshman and a sophomore in the starting lineup for the Stallions at wide receiver. McCrory going to throw. That's Jennerette. He can't hang on to it. In and out of his hands. And it will only be the second fourth down of the night for the Stallions. Remember, they had that fourth and one that they converted on a big 20-yard run. And let's see what they do here. Fourth down and four. They're kind of in that no man's land that you talked about, Mo. You're too far for a field goal and maybe too close for a punt. See what they do. Looks like they're going to uh, run it. Need four yards. A lot of confidence in the offense. Fourth down and four. McCrory going to throw. Drops back looking. Pump fake. Throws this one in. That is caught by Husky. Here he goes at the 20. 15. Comes near side, five touchdown South Point Stallions, Armandez Husky. And give Wayman Jenneret, he, he did sort of a block slash shield on one defender had a shot at him, allowed him to get into the end zone. Nice teamwork, South Point. 40-plus yard touchdown pass unofficially. We'll get the official number here in just a moment. That was on a fourth down and four. 9.37 remaining here in the first half. 27 nothing. Spot kick, and that is good. 28 to nothing. South Point Stallions on top of already big. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. You can build it, make it, buy it, or sell it. We can help you organize and protect it. Whether you're a first-timer, investment buyer, or developing commercial property, we've got you covered. Nance Law. Proactive counsel, meaningful results. Online at nance.law. Offices in Rock Hill, Fort Mill, and Charleston. This real estate market is hot, so don't wait on the sidelines. Get in the game while you can get top dollar for your home. I'm realtor Brenda Hallman, and I can go the extra yard helping you buy or sell your home. Contact me at brenda.reinhartrealty.com. The most comfortable call you can make, hospitality, heating, and air. This is Gene Lucas with Hospitality, Heating, and Air. Been waiting to replace your aging heating and air conditioning system? Get an American Standard System and 10-year parts and labor warranty, complete with a 10-year service contract, 980-4677. The most comfortable call you can make, hospitality.
43-yard touchdown scoring strike from Zay McCrory to Armandez Husky. That's the 18th touchdown pass for the senior McCrory on the season, and he surpasses 1,900 yards passing on the year, very close to 2,000. And again, ball thrown into coverage, but the receiver and quarterback seem to have the uh, chemistry that they know when to throw it in coverage, and the receiver helps out the quarterback with that catch. You know, McCrory is getting the ball out quick, but give credit to this offensive line for South Point. They've played a great game so far. Here's a deep pattern. Good ball thrown, and it's incomplete. One-on-one coverage. And back there on the coverage, who was that for South Point? Looked like Chris McCullough matched up with a wide receiver. I like the play call by Coach Wilson for Richmond Northeast. First down, threw it long, really aired it out. But sometimes you have to do that so the defense will not be keen on the run so much. They have to loosen those guys up, even if they're the cornerbacks and safeties. You don't want them cracking down on the tackles. High school football on the OTS Sports Network fans brought to you in part by City of Rock Hill, MyRide.com. Hop on, it's free. Moe's Southwest Grill, Manchester Village, across from the cinemas. Welcome to Moe's and Jonathan Brown Electric. We're here to brighten your day. Arnie back to pass over the middle. That's intercepted by South Point. Tipped pass into the hands of a South Point DB and into the end zone for a touchdown. South Point Stallions. That's Isaiah Steele on the pick six. Wow. And the ball was tipped before he caught it. And once he caught it, he was off to the races. Uh, No question he was heading for the end zone. But give credit to whoever tipped the ball before it got into his hands. 20-yard pick six for the South Point Stallions, and it's 34 to nothing with 9.22 remaining in the half. Wow. (laughs) Spot kick, and that is good. All right. Let's take another timeout. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Ready to explore Fort Mill? Download the free Visit York County app or head to visityorkcounty.com. Find the latest restaurants, hottest events, and hidden gems at the palm of your hand. Discover your next adventure at visityorkcounty.com. No matter what their position, every player wants to be on a winning team. The same goes for your job. Well, good news. Price Brothers Plumbing is hiring. At Price Brothers Plumbing, you'll earn top pay, get excellent benefits, production incentives, pay time off, and 401k. Plus, at Price Brothers, you can earn while you learn. And don't forget, plumbing is an essential business, and there's never a shortage of work. So what do you say? Is it time to switch teams? Head for the end zone and learn more at pbiapplied.com. pbiapplied.com. Your choices affect more than just you. I love you, Mommy. Thank you, Mom. Choose life. Palmetto Women's Center. Hope, health, healing. PalmettoWomenCenter.com. Back in the OTS Sports Network, high school football, South Point in Richland Northeast, and right now the Stallions lead it big, 35 to nothing. That RE return man almost lost the football. Drop back at the 16-yard line, and this is where RE will bring it back out. So a pick six by Isaiah Steele, one of the outstanding defensive backs for the South Point Stallions. And, boy, his teammates just love the fact that he got that, a senior scoring in the first round of the playoffs. Good for him. Uh, total denom- uh, nom- uh, denomination so far. They're just really uh, dominating these guys in every way. 
four possessions, four touchdowns, and a touchdown by the defense. Everything going South Point's way. You know, and you say what you will about RE, a, a team that is trying to build a culture. They've only averaged 13 points on offense this year. They've given up about 20, and obviously South Point is way past that average with a 35 to nothing score. But South Point really has played just that much better. Playing center field is the South Point safety. He brings down another interception for the defense. And that is number 32, DJ Barksdale. One of the team captains. Yeah, well, Coach Wilson apparently has abandoned his strategy of running the ball. The last uh, four uh, offensive uh, plays have been passes. Yeah. And two of the last four have been intercepted. And that was one of the guys Devontae Holloman brought up to me on the phone this week talking about this matchup was DJ Barksdale and his leadership and his experience, a team captain as a junior for this stallion defense. And we've got a penalty that came in very late. Is this going to be on South Point? It's on South Point personal foul, but it was after the – no, it was not after the interception. Um, Richard Northeast offense still out there. Big break. I didn't Wait see what happened. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand this. Still marking yardage off. I, I would understand if the if the interception stood, uh, and it does. Interception stood, okay. and then there was personal foul. Okay. So it's 15 yards after the interception spot of the. Uh, yeah, there was no way that interception would not stand. Of yeah. course it stands. South Point has the football, but they're going to be dropped back all the way to their own 25. Here's a deep pass from McCrory to Jennerette, and that's incomplete. One on one coverage on the near side, and it was just overthrown. Well, it, it was, but even that looked good. It was a pump fake, and the defender didn't bite on it, and then the receiver took off. And just a good job of defense on that one for uh, Richard Northeast. So the yardsticks say second down and 10, ball at the 27. South Point after another interception. Here's the handoff straight ahead. I think that's Caleb Sims, and he brings it out across the 35 to the 37-yard line. Caleb Sims, not very big in stature, but, boy, he runs a lot bigger than what he looks. Yeah, got, got hit hard after five yards, but kept running. Third down and one. And it's going to be a little screen pattern to Kendrick and can't go anywhere. He's going to be wrapped up at the line of scrimmage. Fourth down and one upcoming. Well, ordinarily a punting situation when you're in your own territory. They're 36, but he's leaving the offense out. Ooh. A lot of confidence in the offense. Yes, there is. Fourth down and one. Their third, fourth down attempt, and he's not going to get it. He is not going to get it. Going to be wrapped up in the backfield. It was a run play to Caleb Sims. And a gutsy call there by Devontae Holloman at his own 36. He is leading by 35. But Richland Northeast is going to have their best field position of the night. And you give just a sliver of momentum to the opposition. And Chance Harrison on that tackle. He really hit him hard. Hit him square. Never got him uh, going past the line of scrimmage. So good job of defense by Richland Northeast. You know, and Mo, you can't hate that play call. I mean, Holloman has felt good about his offense and what they've been able to do all night, and he just felt that rhythm. 
and you feel good about your defense going back out there defending R&E. A lot of confidence in your offense and your defense. And Richard Northeast, hey, they're on the 35-yard line. Maybe they can make something happen on this possession. So r at the South Point 35. It's going to be a quarterback run, trying to take it far side. Got a good block at the 40, 35-30, and he's cut down near the first down yard marker. That might be the longest play of the night thus far for the Cavaliers as it picks up, we'll call it eight yards. Yeah, not a first down. They still don't have a first down, but... Very good chance at it with three plays to get three yards. So second down and two. 7.48 remains in this first half. It's 35 to nothing on the Nichols Store scoreboard. We're here at the Corral at D3 South. First round of the Class 4A state football playoffs. Teller Cup and Mobile. Richland Northeast is driving from left to right. They're in South Point territory for the first time this evening. Man of motion. It's a little jet sweep to the back. He takes it at the 30, 25. Gets hit hard at the 20, still on his feet. He picks up the first down, but a flag came out in the backfield. Thrown in the area of holding. Yeah. But uh, sort of hate it for Richard Northeast. That was a nice run, just a sweep to the right side. Several blockers in front, and he would have about eight yards, which would be a first down. Tell you what. 77 and 75 ain't missed a meal. <laughs> 360 pounds for yeah. number 75. Jordan Worthy, Jordan Worthy and Mark Hill Mosser. And Mosser's a sophomore. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I'd be running over those guys. You, you couldn't Oof. move them out of the way. I don't see. See how you could. Going to be tough intercepting the gravy at Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, and they've got some. Uh, they're big, but they are got a, little, good, a lot of muscle on them, too. So. They do have some muscle. You're absolutely right. But look at that left side of the line. Some big boys. Devontae Holloman was right. That is a challenge with those big boys up front. Three receivers left, one right. Quarterback looking to throw, and it's going to be incomplete. There was nobody there, but he was out of the tackle box. So second down and ten. Yeah, no no flag. Um, and we might mention first first down of the night for Richmond yep. Northeast. So yep. are the infield goal range? Probably not. They want seven anyway. <laughs> 35 to nothing, under seven to play in the first half. We'll take you to the Hospitality Hegan Air halftime report as soon as this first half is over. Stephen Stone and Chuck Roberts will take you around the area and give you all the scores. York County teams and beyond. We've got some Chester County teams in action. The Cyclones and the Red Devils of Great Falls are in action tonight. And what do we got here? Got a false start on the Arnie Cavaliers. So that'll back them up, second and 15. Got a lot of area teams in action in this bracket alone. You've got in 4A, Catawba Ridge is on the road to Westwood. York is playing host to Irmo. And Indian Land is on the road to take on the reigning defending Class 4A state champion, AC Flora Falcons. Second down and 15 for the Cavs. And it's going to be a play-action fake for the QB for R&E. Nowhere to go. Wrapped up and brought down. Oh, Feaster back there. Who else is there? Number 34. Give credit to Evan Irvin. It's a little, a little hard for Tyler now to call the name of who made the tackle when there's <laughs> there's a one guy with an initial yeah. hit, but then there's five other yeah. guys right behind him. And by the time they get up, you don't quite know who tackled <laughs> him. So we're doing our best here. You know, and that's what makes South Point so special defense. They got four or five guys 
you could argue more than that, that are just flat-out ball hawks on defense. Yeah, yeah they're, they're big, strong fans. This, this defense for South Point is better than what I've seen the past few years. They're really playing hard. Third down and 16 for R&E. They're inside South Point territory. They're at the 25, stiff arm, trying to get to the edge, and he's not going to do it. You can't go side to side on this stallion defense. I'll tell you that right now. Going to be a long night if you try to. Fourth down and long. Yeah, they're, just, uh, they're, they're, they're strong. They're fast. They're really yeah. sad and seem to have that. There's certain thing, and I don't know if you can coach, where you have instinct. You mm-hmm. know where to go. You know where the other team is heading, and you get there before them. And South Point's really looking good on defense. So an interesting decision for the Cavs. It's fourth down and about 18 yards to go. And they spot the football at about the 26. They're going to go for it. Don't really have much of a choice here. No, too close to punt. 5.24 left in the half. Finally some time to throw. He's going to heave this one into the end zone, and it's incomplete. That one was thrown to the field house. Yeah, thrown out of the end zone about 10 yards deep. And as he released the ball, got walloped. Uh, Not a flag. Slow to get up, but he did get up. So So good job. (laughs) Going for it on fourth down did not hurt. The Stallions not getting the conversion. They're going to come back on offense right around where they went for it. Yeah, and with 5.17 left in the second quarter, clock not an issue. Plenty of time to get one more score before halftime. Yep. 5.17 remaining, 35 nothing. Stallions, they've got the football, and they're going to spot it right around the 25. McCrory. Going to hand it off straight ahead to the back. Got some running room, and he gets cut down out across the 35 to the 37-yard line. And that was Copley. And just ran, again, right up the line of scrimmage. Pretty good hole when you get there. Then you just run until the safety comes and, and hits you. That's, that's what's happening on about every run up the middle. Copley had the 30-plus-yard touchdown earlier tonight. McCrory going to throw over the middle. That's Jitterett. Catches it at the 45. A little shifty move. Still on his feet. Down at midfield at the 50-yard line. And that's a 12-yard pitch and catch for the South Point offense. And Jitterett, the one of the main receivers for South Point. And you can see, why. Wow, once he gets the ball, he's not done. He turns into a runner. That's the 60th reception of the season for Jitterett. That is impressive in high school football. Only eight games played. Handoff straight ahead to the back, and that's Copley again. And again, nothing nothing fancy. South Point just coming straight at Richmond Northeast. There's no deception. There's no pitches. There's It's just running the ball right up straight off the guard tackle spot and getting 8, 10 yards every time. Yeah, gain of 7 that time. Second down and 3. Clock ticking, 4-16. Stallions lead at 35 nothing, but they're looking for more. Two receivers left, one right. McCrory, pump fakes left, throws it left. This is Kendrick coming down the near side, and he's going to be close to the first down at the 40. Damari Kendrick, a junior wideout for this stallion offense. And let's see if they give him the first down. Nope, going to be just shy. Third down in inches. Good job, Richard Northeast. They just sort of stayed there and stayed on the receiver once he got the ball. Third down and short. Going to hand off to the back. That is Latavius, and he's going to be just past the first down yard marker. He gets the first down. That is, once again, number 28, Lavarius Copley. Uh, chains have not moved. So oh. Refs look like he got the 40. 
but they did not move the sticks. Yeah. Going to be another fourth down. Okay. All right, so it's fourth down in inches. And South Point's going for it. 3.31 remaining. The fourth time they've attempted a fourth down. And look at that. McCrory claps his hands and gets the entire RE defensive line to jump. That is a veteran move by not just the QB, but look at that. McCrory daps all of his linemen for standing tall on that one and standing stiff on that play. Yeah, South, South Point doing a good job of minimizing penalties. That's been a problem with them in past years, but this team looks a little better disciplined, and that was a good way of showing it on that play. Yeah, only two penalties tonight for the Stallions in this first half. First down and 10. McCrory looks like he's going to throw. Pump fake. Oh, hits hard, and the ball comes out. Ball is loose. Looks like R&E has it. Yeah, he was going to pass, mm. and he pumped it. Pumped it a second time, I think, and a Richard Northeast player hit the ball, I think, and it scrambled around, bounced around a good bit. And that is the first time we've seen any sort of pressure from this RE defensive front, and they make the most of it, and McCrory is just really upset with himself. He thinks he should have got that ball out quicker. Well, I think from, from his point of view, unforced error, but yeah. from the press box, you know, there was contact. There were a lot of people in the area. And uh, maybe needs to be a little more careful with the ball, but just trying to make a play. Things didn't work out for him. That's only the second fumble by the South Point offense and the 10th overall offensive turnover. That's an impressive stat. Ten turnovers for your offense all year long. Back to pass is R&E. Going to throw this one. Fires over the middle, and that is caught. Biggest play of the game for the Cavs. It goes for 15 at midfield, and that is caught by the receiver, Avante Grant. Nice time route. Receiver went out about 12 yards, turned. Ball was delivered to him as he turned. That was a nice play. Best play we've seen tonight from, from Richard Northeast. Yeah. Got the ball out quick. So first down and 10, ball at midfield. Dead set at the 50. On the near hash. 2.48 remaining. It's 35 nothing South Point. It's going to be another deep throw down the near side. Flags are down. It's intercepted. Oh, but he dropped it. Just dropped it when he came down to the ground. But two flags are down. Thrown in the area, you would see interference. But I just saw uh, two defenders for South Point and one receiver going for a pass. But, uh, again, the refs, they're closer than us. They see things we don't always see. So let's see what the call is. What do we got here? Probably interference on South Point, but we have not seen any signals yet. The receiver was double covered. You got a DB and a safety back there, and it's going to be pass interference on South Point. Be their third penalty tonight. Mm -hmm. Again, we're almost through the first two quarters, so that's not so bad. And uh, by this time of year, you just don't want to see the silly illegal procedure and offside penalties and. We're not seeing those from either team tonight. Yeah. All right, so a new set of downs for R&E as they get it inside South Point territory at the 35. Cavs going to throw. It's a crossing route caught at the 30 and drugged down inside the 30 to the 29-28 yard line. And that is a very tough catch and run by Styles Lasnot. Well, he caught it, but, boy, he got hit as soon as he did. Did pick up, what, six, seven yards, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's uh, – he may not want to catch it next time. That was He was punished when he called that one. Four wideouts 
for the Cavs. Takes a snap, being chased by A.J. Miller, rolling to his left. Flag is down, now he's going to run. Looks like he picked up the first down and he's pushed hard. And there's another flag, oh no, that could be a late hit. Yeah, there's two different flags. Not sure where they are. The second one's absolutely a late hit. Yeah. A runner was already out of bounds, and South Point player made contact. That'll be 15 yards. Let's see what the first penalty is. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Comporium, your friendly neighborhood tech giant, Ace Hardware on Cherry Road, the helpful place. Haven Miller State Farm on Main Street in downtown Rock Hill. Call 327-FARM in Bio One Hoarding and Cleanup, BioOneCharlotte.com. Last week, our Air Tech Heating and Air Special Teams Player of the Week was Mario Moyon, he Rock Hill's kicker. He had a 72-yard punt against Northwestern on behalf of Benny Utter. And Air Tech, we congratulate Manio of the Rock Hill Bearcats. Remember, no matter what the weather, Air Tech makes it better. Hey, we've got some unique names for our special team guys this year. We do. <laughs> I struggle with them. <laughs> You got Kanoa Vine set over at Northwestern. You got Kazell over at Catawba Ridge. Probably a good time, too, to say don't forget coming up after 10 p.m. on the OTS Sports Stations, Cable Channel 103, and Facebook. You'll hear and see Chuck Roberts with the end zone. Recap of all of Friday night's playoff games with highlights, commentary, and interviews with the coaches. And be sure to stay tuned for highlights and scores from tonight's playoff games, all coming up on the hospitality. Heating and air halftime report. Okay, so let's recap what's happened here, Mo. We had penalties on South Point, penalties on R&E. They have marked off the yardage, and they've gone back and forth, and finally they put the football at the 30 of South Point. And that's where R&E will have it with a second down and five. Samaj Pixley, the QB, listed as a wide receiver on the roster. Drops back to pass. Heaves this one down the near side incomplete. Third down. Again, that one thrown out of bounds. I guess there was a receiver in the area, but it wasn't grounding, but he certainly threw it out of bounds because he was getting rushed, about to be sacked. 147 remaining here in the half. It's 35 to nothing. South Point leads it. What do we got here? Another stoppage here. Arnie looking to the sideline. Well, it's 10 seconds before it's going to be a delay, so whew, I don't know if he'll make it. Five seconds. Got to get something off here before there's a delay of game at third and five. And that's going to be delay of game as you hear some of the crowd screaming out to the officials. And they're going to say he got a timeout. So timeout on the field, we'll take it with them. Timeout by RE. 35 to nothing. South Point leads the Cavaliers. You're listening to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. There are many reasons to join the Y. Building endurance, losing weight, strengthening your heart. When you join the Y, you're committing to more than simply becoming healthier. You're supporting the values and programs that strengthen your community. Join the YMCA of Upper Palmetto now at YMCAUP.org. In football, the most exciting plays are the ones that no one sees coming. And when it comes to refreshment off the field, trying an ice-cold Coca-Cola always scores big. Rock Hill Coca-Cola urges you to pick up a game-changer of your own. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Water, fire, mold, and storms cause property damage every day. When it happens to you, it's no time for second best. That's why insurance professionals trust the locally owned and family-run Paul Davis Restoration of Rock Hill. This is Gina Rogers. Paul Davis is committed to providing 
extraordinary care while serving our neighbors in their time of need. Our team is highly qualified and trained to handle each situation with care and professionalism. When disaster strikes, call Paul Davis. We are here to help. 329-1140 or pauldavisrockhill.com. Back on the OTS Sports Network, South Point, D3, the Corral. 35 to nothing. Stallions lead it over Richland Northeast. Cavaliers have it, third and five at the South Point 30-yard line. Pixley takes the snap, drops back. Going to heave this one down the far sideline, and that is two South Point defenders run into each other, and it's incomplete. You had three red jerseys with a chance to intercept it. And neither one of them could bring it down, Mo. Well, ball's thrown high, and either one could have caught it, but there was contact between each other, and they just got in each other's way. And I see DJ Barksdale out there saying, y'all got to call it. <laughs> and slow to get up. They were both, uh, they hit each other pretty hard. Yeah. That was a collision on Neely Road right there. <laughs> another fourth down. I expect another pass, Tyler. Yep, fourth down and about six yards to go for Richland Northeast. Got to go for it at the South Point 30. RE trailing 35 nothing. Pixley back to pass, going to roll to his right, evades the rush. Still on his Ooh. feet and hit hard. Down short of the first down at the 30. Oh, boy. And that was Tenarius Reinhardt, junior defensive lineman, that uh, zeroed in on him. No penalty, <laughs> but boy, did he hit him hard. Tenarius with the tenacity, dare I say, Nobel. <laughs> yeah. Goodness yeah, wow. gracious. Oof. I mean, that was a clean hit. He just bumped him from the back. We've seen a lot of really hard hits. Yeah. That's South Point's defense. They, they're playing with tenacity is probably a great word for it. They're really, they don't just tackle you. They hit you hard. They punish you. And you said it in the pregame. Those hits just sting a little more in this cold weather. Oh, yeah. So McCrory and the offense back out with 90 seconds to play. It's a little pitch and catch to Wayman Jenneret. He steps out of bounds at the 35-yard line near side. Jenneret getting one-on-one coverage and a lot of cushion. So the coaches have picked that up apparently, and uh, they're going to make him come up and play him closer. If not, they'll just pick their way down mm-hmm. five, eight yards at a time. Second down and four. It, it looks like the Stallions here running two-minute drill offense. They, they want another score here, Mo. Hurrying up to the line, four receivers, takes a snap, going to hand off to the back, up the middle, and he gets a short gain. That's Caleb Sims up to the 41, and South Point is going no huddle here. Third down and one. They keep the clock running. Yeah, minute 14, clock is an issue here Mm -hmm. if they want points. And they actually just give them the first down, so a five-yard gain for Sims. New set of downs. It stops the clock at 114. Good job by the officials there to adjust. You got four receivers to the right side. It's going to be a screen pattern to Wayman Jenneret at the 40, 45, and he's cut down at midfield at the 50, close to another South Point first down, but a flag is down. And it was a pump fake to the right and then to Jenneret, but I think the Cavaliers had uh, seen that one on on game film and uh, they were there. Flag thrown, South Point moving back. So yeah. it's going to be a penalty against the uh, Stallions. It was a wide receiver middle screen, and they're going to say holding on that left side of the line. I tell you, I, I know they get called for holding, but, Mo, I really think this offensive line has played outstanding tonight. Ale- uh, Alexavier McMore, Davon Adams, Cam Wilson, Joshua Greenwood, and Logan Day. Give those boys some credit. 
just hard running up the middle, and the, the holes are there. I mean, yep. they're really blowing out Richmond Northeast on the line of scrimmage and giving good pass protection, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. to to the quarterback. Yeah, Jenner, uh, excuse me, McCrory's really only been rushed one time all night. Not 35 sure. to nothing. South Point has the football. There's 60 seconds even on the clock. Stallions still showing that they're going to pass. It's first down and 20 yards to go. McCrory looking. And now he's going to try to run, and he takes a hard hit at the 30. Bowls over a player. Yeah, picked up seven yards, but he really wanted to pass the ball. But uh, good job with the line of scrimmage of Richard Northeast of penetrating and getting to the quarterback. Forced him out of his pocket. And it forces Devontae Holloman to call a timeout. Timeout on the field. We'll take it with him. 35 to nothing. South Point leads RNA. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Welcome to Moe's! Moe's Southwest Grill is open and ready to help you get your burrito fixed. Visit our Manchester Village location for to-go orders or make your order through our free app. Take advantage of our Moe Monday special now every day. $5.99 for any burrito and chips. Moe's Southwest Grill in Manchester Village. Milder temperatures means time to get your yard in tip-top shape. Ace Hardware can help with yard tools, lawn seed, fertilizers, and even painting projects. And check out their variety of smokers and grills to help kick off tailgating season. Ace, the helpful place near Winthrop. Save on your monthly mortgage payment with a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage from Founders Federal Credit Union. Take advantage of low rates while they're still around, and you'll also have no private mortgage insurance costs. The application process is easy, and your mortgage is serviced completely by Founders and always stays with us. Relax your home. For more, visit foundersfcu.com forward slash 30. Membership qualification required. Credit evaluation, underwriting requirements, terms and conditions apply. Institutions NMLS identifier number 4106. Four, six. Quick little pitch and catch to Wayman Jenneret that picks up about 10 yards, but still about 10 yards shy of the first down. It was a second down and 20 after the penalty. And what do we got here? Jenneret slow to get up with 24 ticks left in the first half. Hopefully he's okay. And we're going to have another timeout. And Mo, we'll keep it right here. 35 to nothing, 24 seconds left here in the first half. Very interesting scenario here for Devontae Holloman. It appears that he's trying to go no huddle and maybe just even get into position for Destazio to get a field goal opportunity. Yeah, possibly. Now, points don't matter a lot when you're up 35-0, but running a two-minute offense does. Yep. And next week he may need that two-minute offense to, for a come-from-behind victory or or maybe later on some Sometimes coaches will work on things and schemes that might help them later on with the season. Well said. High School Football and the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Max Abilities of York County, maximizing the abilities for individuals with special needs and their families since 1980. And, hey, they're hiring right now. Visit maxabilities.org. Nance Law Firm, specializing in estate planning and real estate and by Family Trust Federal Credit Union, building relationships for a lifetime. South Point comes back out with a third down and 10. 24 seconds remain in this first half, and they have a 35 to nothing lead. McCrory back to pass, looking. Going to fire this one far side, and it's incomplete. Not sure who he was looking for. Might have been miscommunication on the route, and it brings up fourth down. Yeah, a little surprised at, at, uh, at that play. Because if you're going to throw it out of bounds, you you uh, really might as well just run the clock out. You yeah. could have just taken a knee and go into halftime and talk about it. Now you're in a fourth down. 
Bad things can happen when teams punt sometimes. And this is the first punt of the game for the Stallions. And Destazio, who's been pretty reliable this year for South Point, comes out to kick it away, standing at his own 28. Takes a snap and boots this one. That is a good punt. Going to take a South Point bounce. Going to be picked up by the return man at the 30, 35. Hit hard there and brought down at the 36. And Arnie will have it with less than five seconds remaining here in the half. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Harbor Chase of River, Riverwalk. Celebrating senior living every day. AirTech Heating and Air. No matter what the weather, AirTech makes it better. York County Conventions and Visitors Bureau. Visit YorkCounty.com and buy Double B Graphics, your custom and corporate apparel supplier. And be sure to stay tuned for highlights and scores from tonight's statewide playoff game, all coming up on the Hospitality Heating and Air Halftime Report. So, Arnie, with five seconds remaining in the half, see if they can get some sort of Hail Mary type play. You got some late substitutions coming in for South Point. That's A.J. Miller coming in from the sideline, lining up at the end. So quarterback can't do anything with it, and it's A.J. Miller bringing him down for the sack and an exclamation point on this first half. The 13th sack of the season for A.J. And with authority, South Point sends it to the half. With a score of 35 to nothing. South Point on top big. We'll set it to the hospitality. He can air halftime report from Mobile. I'm Tyler Cup. We'll see you on the other side. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Back to the corral. 35 to nothing. The South Point Stallions leading the Richland Northeast Cavaliers in the first round of the Class 4A State Football Playoffs. Tyler Cup, Mobile, and the Honorable Noble Kalamur back at Broadcast House as we bring you the call of this one. And, Mo, what can you say about that first half? That is probably good of a half as South Point has played all year long. Yeah, there's just not much you could criticize South Point for uh, domination, but the thing that surprised me, Tyler, is the intensity yeah. that South Point has, particularly on defense. They play with random, uh, just chaotic rushing and, you know, hitting really hard. Uh, this team could go a long way in the playoffs. I, I just, I don't know. I think South Point struggled the last two years in the playoffs, but you look at their history before then, they've done quite well yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. And this team looks like they're ready to make a run. So Arnie will kick it off to the Stallions. We'll see South Point on offense for the first time tonight. And Mo, you kind of have to start thinking about some of the things that we'll discuss throughout the second half, unless Arnie has truly made some big time adjustments and uh, they find some college and NFL players in the back somewhere. <laughs> but you have to start looking at the next round and look at some of these matchups around this upper state for a bracket and. How about the Indian Land Warriors? They've got the state champs on the ropes at halftime. 10 to 6, Indian Land leads Flora. And you also have Irmo leading York 21 to 10. And the winner of this game will play the winner of Lawrence and Easley. And at last checked, Lawrence was up pretty big. 42 to 6, Lawrence was up on Easley. And that was an attempted onside kick, but South Point recovers, and the Stallions will put it in play. Well, starting in midfield, no uh, 
foreign territory for South Point. They've been starting at midfield. I yeah. think they had five drives, maybe six, and at least four of them were from midfield. So South Point in good shape. And McCrory came out early from halftime to throw the pass, and, boy, he throws bullets. I think he's wanting to make some damage in the air. Don't be – don't think they're going to lay down and run the clock out. These guys want more points. McCrory with a very unique throwing style as well. Just kind of flicks his wrist as he gets one to Kendrick on a wide receiver screen. Kendrick makes a couple of men miss, and he gets drugged down at the 40-yard line. It's about a 13-yard catch and run for the Stallion offense, but a flag comes down late in the backfield. Yeah, didn't see what that flag was about. Um one other note, we're down to four officials. The back judge is gone. Referees have had a tough time tonight, uh, and that's not the, the umpire. The umpire was hurt earlier, got run over, took him about five minutes to gather himself and get back up. He's still out there, but one ref is missing. Uh, playoffs, you have, I, I think it's five referees. But, you know, these guys uh, also work out on JV teams and B teams and maybe even youth football they probably are accustomed to even making it work with three referees. So yeah. the fact that they're down to four, don't think they're going to start missing calls. They'll do a good job. So the penalty was on South Point. Let's call it a first down and 20 yards to go now. McCrory, three-step drop. Now it's going to be a screen, but he misses his intended receiver. That's Caleb Sims, incomplete. Second down and long upcoming. He had pressure, good good pressure from North Richmond Northeast, and he threw the ball before the receiver was ready for it. So, so good job of uh, defense for Richmond Northeast on that play. That was number 18 came in and made the play. Chris McRae, who's a senior tight end, or defensive end. Northeast with the white tops and blue pants and the orange trim. South Point in the red tops, gray pants, gray helmets, and the black trim. McCrory back to pass, going to. Loft this one to Wayman Generette down the near sideline. He catches it at midfield, steps out of bounds, and he's going to pick up, oh boy, about 11 yards on that gain. And it brings up third down, and we'll see where they spot the football. McCrory took a hit as he threw that football. Let's see where they spot this one. Should be about a third down and seven yards to go. Ball is at the 50. Well, it looks like Rich Northeast is not laying down. They're playing with intensity. Intensity. That's two different plays. They put a lot of pressure on McCroy. 35 to nothing, your score. South Point with the lead and the football. They're looking for more. Two receivers right, two left, and a lot of Cavaliers jumped. Second time they've done that tonight, and that's five big yards. It was uh, third and eight. Now it's third and three. Very manageable for the Stallions. And I love the camaraderie, sportsmanship. I mean, insert word here for Zay McCrory when – that happens. That's the third time that's happened where Richland Northeast has jumped off sides. He goes and he taps all of his linemen on the helmet, and he basically just tells them, hey, good job, stand in your ground. And here's the handoff to, I think that's Thompson, as he gets it inside the 40 for a first down for the Stallions. You know, the Stallions, they have three or four runners that are, you really can't tell the difference. They're all similar yeah. in the sense that they're not really big, but they're really fast and they run hard. That was actually Lavarius Copley. And Copley's going to get it again up the middle inside the 35 to about the 31-yard line. Lavarius has really run hard here tonight. He's got a touchdown on the evening, close to 100 yards rushing. Second down and five. And give partial credit of that to the line, of course. They're doing a good job up front for protection and the running game. 
So back of the shotgun spread, four receivers, 10-35 remaining in the third quarter. 35 to nothing, South Point. McCrory claps his hands. He's ready. Three-step drop, good protection. Throws this one deep down the near side, and that's Kendrick incomplete. Can't hold on to it. He kind of slipped into that one as he was trying to come down with it. That's a... Maybe not the best throw McCrory's had all night, but he I mean he's been pretty on the money here this evening, just a little under throw him that time. That was just uh, and it was good coverage. And uh, you know, if he would have caught it, he would have had the first down for sure, maybe more. But good coverage for uh the Cavaliers. You know, sometimes McCrory's gotta realize he's got some of the best athletes out there in the state at wide receiver. He can lead those guys, let them run out and make a play. Third down and six for South Point inside Arnie territory at the thirty-four. McCrory going to pump fake right and then throws left. It's incomplete. Might have been a little miscommunication, and Jennerette says, my bad. I think he knows that was on him. Yeah, not executed uh, very well. Uh, fortunate it was not inter- intercepted. So fourth down and six. South Point's going to go for it. And, Mo, I think this is the fifth time South Point has gone for it on fourth down. So fourth down and six. Out of the shotgun, four wideouts. McCrory looks over at the sideline. Now he's ready. He's going to fire this one. Wayman generates. Got it to 25, 20, 15, 10. Cuts it upfield. Touchdown, South Point Stallions. Wayman Generette, his 12th touchdown of the season. And you can see why. Good pass, good catch, plenty of defensive players in, in the area. But once he catches the ball, he turns into a runner. Yeah. And just made a real good cut back there, slanted back toward the middle, went against the grain, and the defenders were going the other direction. So that's why he was able to walk in. 19th touchdown pass for Zay McCrory and the 12th reception TD for Generette. And we got a flag down. 41 to nothing, pending the extra point. And Mo, they've been setting up that play all night. They've been trying to get Generette out in space. Right. You know, kind of like a button hook, just like a stop route, and basically setting up the blocking so Generette can do the rest. Yeah, yeah, get the ball to him in open field and let him run. And uh, and it works. I mean, uh, that was a well-executed play, and Generette gets the credit for it. Nice run. And Generette's so exciting because it's not as if he runs that fast. He just has that long striding ability yeah. with those long legs. So Destazio is backed up after the penalty on the extra point. Spot kick, and that is good. No. They're going to say wide right. Looked like it was in from here, but the far side official says wide right, and we've got an injury here Yeah, and running into the kicker. And a, that's right, and a flag, which means uh, it will very likely be re-kicked, but the kicker's on the ground. He's not faking. He's already has the flag. You know, a lot of soccer players love to fall down and – and get a call from the ref, but that's not what's going on here. We've got an injured kicker, I think. So we had a 35-yard touchdown pass from McCrory to Generette at the 10-13 mark of the third quarter. And we've had hurt players and penalties on this kick. And actually, it's not the kicker. No. Uh, not sure if he was the holder, but that's 86, 86 limping off the field. We don't have an 86 on the roster. Well, he definitely, he's, he's not, he's hurting. And he's coming off the field. It will uh, looks like the ball will go back to the, about the four-yard line. So we'll probably have another kick attempt for the extra point. Yeah, McCrory is going to come out and be the holder. So the holder is the one that got hurt then. So McCrory 
with the hold. Dastasio with the kick. And that one is good. All right. So, 42 to nothing. South Point leads it over Richland Northeast. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Say, with the holidays near and the days getting shorter, the nights getting longer, make sure that your family is safe going from the car to the house. Make sure you have security lighting for your driveway. Give us a call here at Jonathan Brown Electric, and we can help you with those needs. 704-936-8990. Experience the peace of mind of Imperial's complete winterizing service. This is Mike Elder. Let the pros at Imperial Pool and Spas put your pool safely to bed for the winter with all the latest winterization techniques. Imperial Pool and Spas, 21 Bypass Rock Hill and in Lake Wiley. Hey Rock Hill, we're James River Equipment, your local John Deere dealership. We're here and we're dedicated to supporting you with customer service you won't find anywhere else. We have a full line of John Deere equipment from residential to large ag and everything in between. Plus we offer free delivery on compact utility tractors and a 10-year warranty with yearly service. Come find us at 380 North Anderson Road, just one mile north of York Tech. Request a quote today at jamesriverequipment.com. So a 34-yard touchdown pass from McCord to Generette, and the extra point is good. 42 to nothing. South Point leads already. And here are the Cavaliers with a huge hit over the middle. Oh, my goodness. And, Mo, look who it is again. That's Tenarius Reinhardt. He's had three huge hits in this game. That time it's on special teams. You know, we've talked about we're trying to find different words here. It's a 42 to nothing game, so forgive us if we get repetitive. But we're just trying to find different adjectives. Tenacity. I mean, there's a certain edge to this South Point defense here in this game here tonight. Yeah, when and when he hit him, he hit him high, and the runner who was going forward literally staggered backwards, and uh, and it was just a hard hit. And a flag coming in before either team is set. And this is going to be too many players 12, on the field? 12 players on the field 12 for players. Richland Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network fans brought to you in part by Southeastern Foundation and Cross Space Repair. Call 866-668-7335. KFC, get a taste you crave at a price you love. James River Equipment, your local hometown John Deere dealer, Anderson Road in Rock Hill. And realtor Brenda Hallman. Reach out to Brenda, reinhardtrealty.com. So... Five-yard penalty for RE makes it first and 15. I think only one first down for the Cavs tonight, Mo? Maybe two. Uh, yeah, on a pass play, I believe. Going to be a wildcat for the Cavs, and I saw this in warm-ups, and that is 44, James Willingham, the freshman running back, takes it far side for a short gain of two. Well, the first quarter, Rich Northeast, Stayed with the running game, even though it wasn't working. Second quarter, they went almost total passing game. Yeah. So they may be back to the running game. And the, the good thing is the clock runs in that. When you're behind this much, sometimes that's a good thing if you're the team losing. Second down and 11. That's a high snap. And, again, this is kind of a wildcat-like formation. And nothing doing there is going to be cut down behind the line of scrimmage. Third down and we'll call it 11 upcoming. Well, actually, they give them a yard on that play, so third down and ten. I tell you, the starters are still out for the South Point defense. I see Miller out there, McCullough, Barksdale. Well, it's a real art when you're the coach and you're in the playoffs. 
you you want your team to be ready. You want them to be hungry. But, you know, you don't want to have an injury, too, that could yeah, really be bad right. for your team. So when do you pull them? You can't tell a football player, let's just go half speed. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You, that's when you get hurt. So Coach Holloman's I'm sure he's thinking about that, what, when to bring them out. But not yet. Jalen Stratford's out there at outside linebacker, and R&E just jumped. The wide receiver on the far side jumped on the false start, and Devontae Holloman mix-matching his defense, putting guys in different spots. It's going to be third down, and we'll call it 16 yards to go with 8.31 remaining in this third quarter. The winner of this game will face the winner of Lawrence and Easley, and right now Lawrence is up big on Easley. So Lawrence would come here to South Point. And it's going to be a timeout call. Timeout on the field. We'll take it with them. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Max Abilities of York County has been serving individuals with special needs and their families since 1980. Their mission is to maximize those abilities locally by teaching, empowering, advocating, and mentoring. For more information, visit maxabilities.org. At Nickel Store, they're going to make sure that every owner of a new safe becomes a safe professional. You're going to know how to change the combination. You're going to know how to change the battery. If you got a mechanical lock, you're going to know what the key's used for. You're going to know how to adjust the shelves. Nickel Store, I-77, exit 73, Rock Hill. At Family Trust, we know how important it is to provide you with low interest rates, which is why we are offering an introductory 0% APR on credit cards for the first 12 months. That's right, 0% APR. Plus, we have no balance transfer fees, no annual fee, and no cash advance fee. It doesn't get better than that. At Family Trust, we keep you in mind and keep you first. Apply fast and easy on our mobile app or through our website, 803-367-4100, or visit familytrust.org for complete terms and conditions. Membership is required. Back on the OTS Sports Network at the Corral, D3 South. It's 42 to nothing. South Point leads Richland Northeast. Tyler Cup, Mobile on the call. Noble Counterman back at Broadcast House. Your board engineer, spell that B O R E D. <laughs> Third down and 16. Love you, Noble. Rolling to his right is Pixie trying to find something, and he's going to be wrapped up, taken down out of bounds. Oh, that's a terrible call. I'm sorry. That's a bad call. I I don't know what he's supposed to do. He was pushing him out of bounds, and there was a little bit of an acting job by the QB, and that's going to be a 15-yard penalty on South Point. But i got to tell you, Holloman doesn't like it, neither do we. That's not a good call. No. Well, unless there was something we didn't see, like a face mask, but I don't think so. No. Sometimes when now the, the officials are getting together and talking about it here. Yeah. Well, a, a former coach, I will just say, has told me sometimes when the team gets way ahead, the referees will call more likely to call those in between penalties like holding sympathy penalties. Sympathy is what I penalties, and, yeah. And I sort of see where that could happen. Um, you know, just I could see that happening. I'm not saying that was that case, but. From our point of view, from where we sit, that was an unnecessary flag. And, folks, I rarely say anything like that if it's a bad call or not. But that was right in front of us, and that's unfortunate, but that's okay. South Point will get nipped for the 15-yard penalty, and that's an automatic first down. They're going to say it's two penalties and 30 yards. Is that right? Well, unsportsmanlike and a personal foul. This this does appear to be a 30-yard penalty. <laughs> 
You don't see that every day. No, you don't. We didn't see the second penalty either. Um, sometimes it's a player. There could have been some words said afterwards. Yeah. That we did not hear. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, automatic first down for Arnie. Going to be a shotgun handoff and makes a spin move, but can't make, get much further there. And he's going to be taken down for a. No gain, second out and 10 by this stingy South Point defense, giving up 18 points per game. But maybe the most impressive was the shutout last week over the York Cougars. That was an extremely impressive performance by the South Point D to end the regular season and continue their undefeated region streak. I think they've won their last 44, 45 region games. Yeah. Held Northwestern to 35 points in a big win, 40 to 35. That sounds sort of crazy, but Northwestern uh, gets more than 40 points on about everybody. (laughs) Yeah, the Trojans have about 35 at halftime, it seems like, about every game. It's going to be a wildcat play and nowhere to go, wrapped up in the backfield. And there's still some extracurricular activities after the play. No flag. Third down and 11. You know, I I think after this series, when your defense comes off the sideline, South Point may want to gather their players and say, guys, you're playing great. But we don't want to do anything silly. Yeah. That would get you a penalty so you can't play next week. So, you know, tone it down just a notch. Keep playing hard. Well, the motivation for the defense at this point is preserve the shutout. Yeah. That's the motivation. And that's that's important to these guys. It really is. You know, obviously it's hard to stay intense in a 42 to nothing game, but you want to keep that shutout. And it's going to be another quarterback run far side. Picks up four yards, maybe five on third and long. Fourth down upcoming, well shy of the first down at midfield. Clock ticking, 6-16 remaining in the third. It's 42 to nothing South Point. They will play the winner of Lawrence and Easley, and Lawrence just put 50 on Easley. So it looks like it will be Lawrence coming to the corral. And and may add, if you're interested in coming to that game, you have to buy your tickets ahead of time at the school. You can't just walk up to the gate and pay a fee and get in. So if you're a South Point fan or you want to see Northwestern, assuming they win tonight, or whoever else in our region area continues to play, all playoff game tickets must be purchased before the game. So it's going to be a punt by R&E, one of the better punts of the evening for the Cavs. And it takes a already bounce at about the 10. And that's where the Stallions will put it in play. And we've got some pushing and shoving at midfield. Let's play all football. Let them play. They're okay. They're going to go back to the sideline. Well, and even more of what I just said, pull your defense aside, Coach, and say, turn it down a notch. Mm -hmm. There's no need to have any silly penalty at this point in the game. You can hear all the action of Gamecock football starting tomorrow afternoon at 4.30 with the pregame featuring OTS Media Sports Wall of Famers Greg Brennan and Chris Miller, followed by kickoff at 7.30 p.m. here tomorrow on Interstate 107 as USC takes on Florida. And I don't know if it's become official, but I saw on social media that it appears Jason Brown will get the start for the Gamecocks tomorrow. That's All signs are pointing towards that, so very interesting. The Gamecocks are going with the uh, young transfer. 
Well, you, do, you, do you see an upset coming for the Gamecocks? I think the defense with a week off can play Florida tight. I think defense is going to compete tomorrow. And here is Wayman Jenneret just crossing the 1,000-yard mark on this season as he takes the crossing route at the 30, still on his feet, down there at the 32-yard line. We heard during the commercial break that Jenneret needed just five yards to cross 1,000, and right there he gets about 15. And that's 1,000 yards for number one, Wayman Jenneret, off 64 catches in 12 touchdowns. What a season for that young man. Well, he's dancing off the field. First and 10, the quarterback <laughs> came with him. Half of the offense came with him. Well, congratulations. I hope they have enough players on the field to continue playing that. The rest of the offense is staring at the sidelines saying, guys, what are you doing? Had to make some substitutions. We got a new quarterback for the Stallions. We'll get his name and number in just a moment. Here's a handoff to the back. Bounces off tackle and picks up maybe a gain of one or two. Let's see. Is that 17, Mo? Uh, I think so. I believe a lot of the receivers and the skill positions came out. The offensive line stayed there. So uh, South Point must have had that plan. They really wanted to get that record for Jenneret, and they got it. Jace LaFleur, sophomore QB, into the game for the Stallions. 409 remaining in the third. It's going to be a handoff, and he takes it off tackle. Flag is down, but he's got a big gain at the 50. 45 drug down at the 40. Aiden Turner on the carry, but a flag is in the backfield. This one could be coming back. Yeah, I, I saw that one. It was an offensive lineman. I won't call his number. <laughs> was holding, and so this is going to go back, and it's going to be uh, second and long. And, Mo, I want to try to get some of these backup offensive linemen some love, so let's get some of these names and numbers. I see 66, Owen Blanchard, 63, Boyd Brackett. Blanchard is a senior. Let's see. I see Micah Patterson into the game. And the flag is going to be indeed on South Point. So you've got the second unit in for South Point right now. I see 84, Adrian Buchanan, sophomore wideout. He's a good-looking player. Well, I, I think Coach Holloman's doing a great thing putting the second team in. Agree. Keep the first stringers from getting hurt or something bad happening and get these guys under the lights on a Friday night that are second-teamers. They've been playing hard yeah. and practicing hard. They deserve a little bit of showtime on Friday night also. I see Devin Thomas in an offensive line for South Point as well. I want to make sure – Get some of those kids some recognition coming into the game for the Stallions. 42 to nothing, 337 remaining here in the third quarter. And Jace takes it, little screen pattern incomplete. And there was a collision there on the screen. A fake pump left, but the person on the right didn't take the bite, and then he threw it to the right. And uh, sort of fortunate that was not intercepted. Thrown into traffic, we'll just say. So third down and about 16 yards to go. You know, another thing Tyler does, the when you play under the lights on Friday, you might play at a different speed than you do at practice on Tuesday. So it gives the coaches a chance to see these guys in game-like situation because they may be coming in in a crucial situation. Yeah, you never, you never know when an injury can happen. Here is Jace, drops back to pass, throws over the middle, and it's incomplete. And a late flag, this could be roughing the passer. There was a collision on the quarterback, Jace LaFleur. Let's see if that's indeed going to be late hit. So we only have 
four refs the second half, but as many flags as ever, so these guys are still doing their job as they're trained to do. Yep, that's a rough in the passer on R&E. The head official is Dennis O'Keefe. He is a longtime official from the Midlands, very familiar with him of my time working Midlands football in the Columbia area. Actually does a segment on Columbia Radio with Teddy Hefner rapping with the ref. You know, um, instant replay on the television has shown us that referees are usually right. It's amazing how quick things happen and how they get it right almost every time. And there's a handoff that goes for next to no gain. Number 27, Aiden Turner on the carry. Tackle by number 18, Chris McCray. Chris McCray on the carry. No gain on the play. 2.51 remaining in this third quarter. A long third quarter for both these teams just trying to run some clock if you're South Point and R&E. You know, this is a tough spot for them. Got to score in bunches, but they've just been unable to do anything. Still playing hard, though, particularly the defense. They're giving good effort. Screen pattern far side. Makes a little shifty move at the 40. Brought down at the 46. That was Jacob Baker on the catch and run. He sort of caught it. Had a defender coming right at him and did a little little, uh, reverse turnaround. Yeah. And the defender went right by him. He was very fortunate to pick up five yards. Third down and six. All right. Pick up four yards. (laughs) (laughs) Caught me. (laughs) Two minutes to play. In the third. And there is an offsides by RE, it appears. And third and six goes to third and one. Mm-hmm. Advantage South Point. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Imperial Pool and Spas, Anderson Road, Rock Yellow, and Lake Wiley, and by Burrow, Welchel, and Culp Orthodontics, SaturdayBraces.com. Founders Federal Credit Union. Relax. Discover the Founders difference. FoundersFCU.com. And by Alton Hyatt Law Firm of Rock Hill. Counsel with a person you know and trust. So they're going to give him the automatic first down, it appears, even though it was about a third and six. Out of the shotgun, four receivers, but it's a run play straight ahead. Nowhere to go. And that's Turner on the carry. Minute 25 to go. It's third quarter. Everything going South Point's way. Actually, the PA is saying, calling him Turner, but I have that as... Caton Wise. We'll, we'll stay with the PA. Second down in, we'll call it 12. The floor, back to pass, going to throw over the middle, and it's incomplete. Nothing doing there. There was a collision at the 40. The ball, ball was thrown on target, but the defender closed in and hit the receiver just as the ball got there. So nice throw, but not a drop pass. That was just a good, good defensive play. And it is official. Lawrence has defeated easily, 56 to 13. And if South Point, as it appears, they will hold on for a 42 to nothing win here, possibly more in the fourth quarter. They will play host to Lawrence right here at the Corral next Friday. Lafleur takes the snap, going to roll to his right, loses the football. Arnie, I think, hopped on it. They say they have it, and they do. Cavaliers football turnover by the South Point second unit and here comes the second unit defense for the Stallions well and they will certainly play with intensity because as we said earlier 
They've got a shutout going. They want to yeah. keep this shutout going. Yeah. A reminder that you can hear all the kickoff action of the USC Gamecock basketball season starting at 6.30 p.m. Tuesday evening. Hear it all on Interstate 107 as USC takes on USC Upstate. Check the updated scores for any of your playoff games nights by going to the Nichols Store scoreboard at WRHI.com. First down and 10 for Richland Northeast after the turnover. And it's going to be that Wildcat-like formation. The freshman running back hangs on to it and has a nice gainer, James Willingham. Gets it inside South Point territory around the 42. Nice run. Just went on the left side. Had good blockers. Followed his blocking. Nice pickup for Richmond Northeast. Give you some scores from around our area. It is Ridgeview leading Clover 33-7. Spring Valley still leading Nation Ford 13-7. Some interesting game there. Indian Land was leading AC Flora 10-6. And there's a handoff straight ahead down inside the 40. That looks to be good enough for a Richland Northeast first down. And AC Flora has actually retaken the lead. They lead Indian Land 20 to 10 now. Andrew Jackson, how about the Vols from Kershaw? Yeah, they're trying, playing they're, tough. Yeah, they're trying to pull off the upset over Saluda, 14 to nothing. And that will do it for the third quarter. We head to the fourth. With your score, South Point 42, Richland Northeast nothing. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. You can build it, make it, buy it, or sell it. We can help you organize and protect it. Whether you're a first-timer, investment buyer, or developing commercial property, we've got you covered. Nance Law, proactive counsel, meaningful results. Online at nance.law. Offices in Rock Hill, Fort Mill, and Charleston. This real estate market is hot, so don't wait on the sidelines. Get in the game while you can get top dollar for your home. I'm realtor Brenda Hallman, and I can go the extra yard helping you buy or sell your home. Contact me at brenda.reinhartrealty.com. The most comfortable call you can make, hospitality, heating, and air. This is Gene Lucas with Hospitality Heating and Air. Been waiting to replace your aging heating and air conditioning system? Get an American Standard System and 10-year parts and labor warranty, complete with a 10-year service contract, 980-4677. Back on the OTS Sports Network, and look at this. The South Point defense swarms in and brings them down for a huge loss on the play. And that was A.J., excuse me, Inquarius Davis bringing him down for a loss of eight. Woof. Yeah, he was running backwards, running for his life. But, uh, you know, when you know the team's going to pass, you can sort of crash. That's what the defensive <laughs> side did for the Stallions. So second down at about 18 yards to go. Richland Northeast is going the wrong way. All smiles on the South Point sideline. They will be advancing to the second round to play host to Lawrence. Just trying to run this one out. Second unit defense out there. There's a throw over the middle that was off a South Point defender into the hands of an R&E receiver at the 30. Wow. That was an unusual play. Not sure where it hit him, but it sort of bounced up in the air, sort of nice and soft, and uh, good job of the Cavaliers of being ready to pick it up. It's going to be third and short, Tyler. 
Yeah, third down, and we'll call it a long two. Ball is inside South Point territory at the 31. It's 42 to nothing. South Point leads the Cavaliers. You're listening to us on 104.1 The Bridge and WRHI, the mobile app. And here is the quarterback keeping it himself, and that's his biggest gain of the night as he gets it inside the 25 for a new set of downs for the Cavs. Good job of moving the ball. Good play call. Just rolled right. Had pretty good blocking. Got five, six yards. Enough for the first down. And we've got some South Point players. I wish I could give their names, but I don't have all of the numbers here on this roster. And, you know, that's kind of expected. You know, the JV seasons are over, so you're going to move a lot of those guys up. I think you said that in the first half, Mo. 82 players on South Point's roster tonight. Yeah, there you go. And here is the handoff near side. Flag comes in. It's a short gain down to the 19 for R&E. Flag thrown in the area of holding. We'll see. Don't want to make the call. That's another factor I thought would play a huge role in this game. You know, on paper, we knew going in South Point was clearly the more uh, talented team. But look at the numbers for R&E. Not great numbers there on that sideline for a 4A club. Yeah, yeah. Depth would certainly be an issue. They've had guys going both ways. This weekend, you'll hear the final NASCAR race of the season live from the Phoenix Raceway with the NASCAR Cup Series Championship race starting at 2 p.m. Sunday afternoon on Interstate 107. And a reminder, you'll hear the kickoff action of Winthrop Eagle Basketball starting at 5 p.m. Tuesday here on FM 94.3 as Winthrop takes on Mary Baldwin. Yeah, and the debut of new head basketball coach Mark Prosser. And here comes South Point. Arne just heaves it downfield. Did he catch that pass in the end zone? And a flag comes in late. I didn't see the ball hit the ground. No signal for the touchdown. They're, I think they're going to call this pass interference on South Point. I think he was beyond the end line. Yeah. But again, for the in defense of the referees, instead of working with five, they're down to four referees, and they didn't have anybody in that corner to sort of make the call. Uh, just couldn't, you know, you just can't cover the entire field with this number of referees. Well, they haven't given the signal what the flag was on. There were multiple penalties. Well, the ball, if the ball was thrown long and high, I couldn't tell if it was out of the end zone or in the back corner of the end zone. He must not have caught it. So it looks like it's going to be pass interference yeah. South Point. Pass interference South Point. So R&E gets the first down, and they're going to get give them a first and five with 9.23 remaining in the fourth. It's 42 to nothing South Point. R&E is threatening to score. Takes a snap. Bing Chase going to throw this one deep into the end zone. Double covered, and that is incomplete. I don't see any flags. So uh, no fl- no flag, second down. And, again, it was thrown out of the end zone. So a lot of contact, but I would assume if it's out of the end zone, it's uncatchable. And if, and if I can be honest, that one actually could have been a pass interference. They, yeah. they, they kind of got in front of the receiver there, and I think that would have been called on Sunday, a P.I. Yeah. So second down and five. And uh, give the Cavaliers credit. They want to score. I mean, yeah, they're not going to win the game. But a certain amount of pride, and they want some points. And there's two different pa- two passes in a row that were thrown in the in the end zone. Yeah, they're taking their shots. 
This is Pixie. Going to run up the middle, trying to get free inside the 10, 5, down to the goal line. Touchdown, Richland Northeast. Quarterback draw. He went back as if he was going to pass, and then whether it was planned or not, I don't know, but then took off right up the middle and weaved his way into the end zone. A 19-yard touchdown run by Samaj Pixley. I'm trying to find something like pixie dust, but that's not exactly masculine, so... 9.02 remaining in the game, and R&E gets on the board. 42-6. Samaj Pixley. So waiting for the extra point, 42-6, and a whistle blows. What do you think Samaj Pixley is an origin of? wonder if there's a Bubba in that family. I'm not sure. <laughs> I have no clue. I don't know. <laughs> 9-0-2 remaining in the game. And the penalty is on South Point. And I guess these officials don't have anywhere to go tonight. No, they're, uh, they're moving a little slow. Yep. Right. 42-6, still waiting for the extra point. Yeah, we've got nine minutes left in the fourth quarter here. <laughs> we certainly do. I don't know if the officials know that. And there's a side-winding extra point that sails no good. All that for wide left. 42-6, nine minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Ready to explore Fort Mill? Download the free Visit York County app or head to visityorkcounty.com. Find the latest restaurants, hottest events, and hidden gems at the palm of your hand. Discover your next adventure at visityorkcounty.com. Welcome back, everybody. Let's run down the stats of our teams before kickoff. First up, Price Brothers Plumbing, hailing from Charlotte, North Carolina. Talk about a dynamite team to play for. You get top pay, excellent benefits, production incentives, pay time off, and 401K. Plus, at Price Brothers, you can earn while you learn. You don't hear about that every day. So, if you've been thinking about changing your team, then Price Brothers Plumbing is a no-brainer. Looks like the players are taking the field. Learn more and apply at pbiapply.com. pbiapply.com. Your choices affect more than just you. I love you, Mommy. Thank you, Mom. Choose life. Palmetto Women's Center. Hope, help, healing. PalmettoWomenCenter.com. Back to the corral, D3 South. And... It is South Point leading Richland Northeast 42-6. to Nine minutes remaining here in this fourth quarter. We've got the second unit offense and defense onto the field for the Stallions in this second half. We saw the first unit on briefly to get the record for Wayman Jennerette. Over 1,000 yards receiving. Oh, and there's a fumble on the return team. I think R&E picked it up. A fumble on the return team, and the Cavaliers might have gotten it back. Yes, they did. Wow. Not sure. He, he was hit, but not hit hard. Uh, well, somebody just punched it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, big break for uh, Richard Northeast. They just scored. You know what? They want more. By chance, Mobile, did you see the punch out last night 
by Darius Leonard of the Colts, the way he punched out that football. Did you see that? No, I did not. That was outstanding. Darius Leonard, of course, a South Carolina State alum, local product, and a all-star pro bowler for the Colts. I mean, he reeled back and punched the ball out to force a fumble last night, and it was one of the plays of the game. And there is Pixley with a fire downfield. That's incomplete. Well, he just reeled back and let it fly. And there was nobody in the vicinity. Well, one one receiver and four defenders. <laughs> but uh, threw it wide. Did throw it hard. That was a fastball. So second down and ten. Tyler Cup Mobile here in South Point. The Stallions will advance in this one and play Lawrence right here at the Corral. We'll have it for you on the OTS Sports Network, but they got to finish off RE first as Pixley gets free again inside the 20, down to the 15 yard line. I think he lost the football, and they're going to say he was down. RE will retain the football near the 10 yard line. Same play that he scored on. Again, not sure if it's intentional, but he goes back to pass and then immediately start, turns it into a running play. Quarterback draw, I guess, and having a lot of success getting through South Point's line of scrimmage. Three receivers on the near side, one on the far side. Pixley again. Going to hand it off to the back, straight up the middle, and he breaks a couple of tackles down inside the five into the goal line. I think he got a touchdown. Yes, he did. Richland Northeast gets back on the board. Sion wow. Sampson, junior running back. Well, and fans all across state are going to think, well, South Point's defense is good but not great because they're <laughs> allowing some points. But, again, this has been second team since the middle of the yeah, third quarter. This has been the second and third unit, and, you're talking about JV guys against varsity. I mean, that's what you're seeing right now. Well, hopefully they're learning. If you're a South Point coach, oh, sure. yeah. you they're, want these guys. Sometimes you learn through right. mistakes or they're, failures. There's so. nothing wrong with what Devontae Holloman's doing right now. I, yeah. I think we're all in agreement that he's getting these guys some playing time on a Friday night under the lights in a playoff atmosphere. But the score at the end of this one will certainly be deceiving with the couple of late touchdowns given up by South Point. Because that first unit defense, nobody was scoring on that bunch tonight. No, no they were they were fired up. Yeah. Playing hard. And they're going to go for two. Rolls out to the right. <laughs> I think that was swatted away by a South Point defender. 8.02 remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's 42-12. Stallions lead the Cavaliers. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. There are many reasons to join the Y. Building endurance, losing weight, strengthening your heart. When you join the Y, you're committing to more than simply becoming healthier. You're supporting the values and programs that strengthen your community. Join the YMCA of Upper Palmetto now at ymcaup.org. In football, the most exciting plays are the ones that no one sees coming. And when it comes to refreshment off the field, trying an ice-cold Coca-Cola always scores big. Rock Hill Coca-Cola urges you to pick up a game-changer of your own. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. 
Water, fire, mold, and storms cause property damage every day. When it happens to you, it's no time for second best. That's why insurance professionals trust the locally owned and family-run Paul Davis Restoration of Rock Hill. This is Gina Rogers. Paul Davis is committed to providing extraordinary care while serving our neighbors in their time of need. Our team is highly qualified and trained to handle each situation with care and professionalism. When disaster strikes, call Paul Davis. We are here to help. 329-1140 or pauldavisrockhill.com. Back on the OTS Sports Network in South Point will finally get the ball back after a couple of turnovers by the return team and the offense. Stallions back out. They'll send out the second unit. And, Mo, we've got our first upset in the state. It's a four over a one. Would you like to know who it is? I sure would. It's Absolutely. A, it's, it's in this division in Class 4A in the lower state. Uh, no. A lot of media folks called this one. I'm a little surprised. North Myrtle Beach. Knocks off May River, 27-7. North Myrtle Beach will travel to Hartsville next week in round two. That's a four over a one. Now, North Myrtle, they actually made it to the state title game last year. Lost to Flora. Right. But they had some struggles this year, had some offensive struggles. But they knock off May River. My good friend Rodney Summers is the coach of the Sharks over there. But, man, oh, man, that's a big upset. Well, playing the Hartsville Red Foxes next week will be another challenge, and yeah. I guess that'll be in Hartsville. The fighting Jeff Calabreses. Yeah, they, they have a machine there that turns winners in out on the field every year. So, second unit offense out on the field. Looks like we have a, yet another new quarterback for the Stallions, and there's a nice catch and run. That is number 88 for the Stallions. Let's see. Well, don't have him on the roster. The quarterback is Donovan Mays. A ball was thrown. There's a flare pass on the right side along the line of scrimmage. And a good catch, good throw, and pretty nice run once he caught it. Yep. So, nice catch and run for the Stallion offense. 7-11 left remaining. And we've got more new players for the Stallions coming into the game. Here's the handoff. Nope. Going to be a quarterback keeper for Mays as he gets it down to the 40-yard line. A gain of about six yards, second and four. And uh, and the new quarterback looks like a good athlete, too. Yeah. Uh, pretty tall, a little thin, but uh, getting off to a good start here in the fourth quarter. Zaire Gordon is your new running back. I'll tell you, how about the depth of South Point going three deep with some of their positions? And there's another pitch and catch to the wide receiver on the screen pass. We don't have his name or number on our roster, but he picks up the first down at the 31. And another nice play. It was just a... A pass on the right side, and the receiver's just standing there, easy throw. And once he catches it, he goes north-south straight up the field. I tell you, these offensive coaches are firing out the orders still, leading by all these touchdowns, 42-12. to You like to see that, the intensity. And here is Gordon, the big fullback, pounding his way down inside the 20 to the 19. Boy, and he's not tall, but he's certainly stout. Looks and, like a bowling ball out well, there. He does. Well, that's what you want your fullback to look like. <laughs> Bouncing in between tackles like that. Yeah, gonna, we're going to run over you. We're not going to run around you. Boy, that's an intimidating back when he gets the ball. Boy, he's, look, his legs, too, yeah. are just really thick. He's got stumps for legs. Yeah. Four wideouts. Mays, pump fakes right, and he's going to run left, but he slips and falls inside the 25 to the 23. 529 remaining in the fourth. It's 42-12. to 12. South Point leads Richland Northeast. 
And and again, these guys are they're trying hard. Yeah, they're yeah. way ahead, but they want to show the coach staff that they need a little more playing time. Now's a good time to show them. So Mays in the offense with a second down and 12. And what do we got here? I think we've got Richard Northeast jumping offsides again. What, the fifth time tonight? Yeah. They just aren't used to that cadence. It's what South Point does, it's just the way, and they have done. But they seem to get a little bit antsy, a little bit too quick, and jumping through that neutral zone. So second down, and we'll call it seven yards to go. Donovan Mays, the QB for South Point. And he's going to swing it out. Once again, that's number 88 at the 10, 5, into the end zone. Touchdown, South Point. 19-yard touchdown reception, Donovan Mays. But we do have a flag just before the end zone. Flag down. About the 5-yard line. Boy, that was a late one, Mo. Yeah, yeah, well... Sympathy penalties, that's the term. <laughs> I'll stick with it. That happens, you know. Sympathy penalties. But what are, it's the third time they've run that play. It's just a pass to the right side along the line of scrimmage, uh, give and go, whatever you want to call it. And it's worked every time. But this one's coming back with the holding penalty. We are in the culture of everybody gets a cookie. I think we just got a second penalty against the uh, bench of South Point. Maybe not. I think we did. This is where temper's got a flare here. You got to calm down. You, you got 4:53 remaining in a ball game. You got your third string JV unit out there, up against varsity, and you're, yeah. you know, well, you're getting these guys some some good playing time, and you got to teach them some valuable lessons out there too. That's right, and uh, you know everybody gets excited. There's a lot of intensity from the players, the coaching staff. Even if you're not on the field, you're. You're a little bit too fired up sometimes. You got to keep your emotions in check, though. Yeah, we're going from the touchdown. We're now back to the 34-yard line. So touchdown did not 30, count. Five. Yeah, it was 30 yards total of penalties. Yeah, touchdown did not count. So they're going to back this one up all the way to the 35. Wow. And folks, I can't say if all these penalties are truly on South Point because they've really been late. And what do we got here? Another whistle. These officials have nowhere to go tonight. Maybe they're all local. False start. Five more yards. So a touchdown now it's second and 40. Well, actually, they can get a first down at the 10. So 30 yards to go for a first down. Who knows? Maybe these guys are on the clock. 42 to 12. No, we decided they're going to Waffle House. Yeah, Waffle House I mean, never closes. It so. might be an hourly wage for these There's guys. No, no hurry. 419 remaining in the fourth. Four wideouts. And it's going to be a little slant pattern. I think RE picked that one off, a tip ball. Oh, they're going to say it just hit the ground. That was very close. Bang, bang. Right. Third down and long. Well, and it, again, we've got a third string quarterback firing yeah. the ball. Boy, he really threw it hard. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't catch it, maybe throwing a little bit off target. Boy, it's third down and long. How long is this? About 25, almost 30 yards. Third down in McConnell's? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three receivers left, one right. Donovan Mays back to pass. Now he's going to run. No, going to fire this one deep over the middle, and that's intercepted. Intercepted by the Cavaliers at the 20 and taken down. I actually think the quarterback was past the line of scrimmage when he threw that ball. 
But they're going to say R&E gets the interception, and the Cavs are very excited. Yeah, it's also, I think, the third turnover since the third quarter started. Yeah. Two fumbles and an interception. I may be uh, underreporting that. So South Point's offense, second, third team offense, uh, not hanging on the ball too well. Might be the most celebration I've ever seen by a team down 30. Well, <laughs> there's always hope. Tyler. There's always hope. Always hope. With four minutes to play in the fourth quarter, Richland Northeast has the ball. <laughs> and this is Pixley. Thought about throwing. Now he's going to run. Gets it past the line of scrimmage and brought down out across the 30 to the 33 yard line. Nice run. Yeah, Pixley, he's having success running. And uh, I think when he goes back to pass now, he's actually looking for a running lane, and it's been successful. So if that's what's working, that's what you keep doing. We do have a final. Gaffney blanks Rock Hill 41 to nothing. That's at the reservation. Uh, Gaffney's tough. Rock Hill will be back. They've had some tough luck this game. Some This year, lost a lot of close games. Yeah, young team, too. So here is Pixley on the quarterback keeper again. Gets it past the 40 to the 42. Clock ticking at 312. It's 42 to 12, the Nickel Store scoreboard. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Paul Davis Restoration. For all your insurance-related restoration needs, call Paul, 329-1140. Carroll Financial, 331 East Main Street in downtown Rock Hill. Lighthouse Heating and Cooling Specialist, your guide to complete home comfort. And by the Nickel Store, the Outdoorsman's Paradise, I-77, exit 73, Rock Hill. And, Mo, we're going to go ahead and look at our offensive and defensive players of the game as R&E heaves that one downfield, and it's incomplete. Yeah, and that's job. an awesome pass breakout by E.J. Irby. Yeah, it was. Good job. He played his man and just went up and batted the ball away as it got to the receiver. So, good job. So, Mo, I'm going to give you offense. How about that? I'll take defense. So we're going to figure that out here in moments. Our hospitality, heating and air, defensive player of the game, and the Imperial Pool and Spas offensive player of the game. We'll have that in just a moment. So there's a little quarterback keeper for a short gainer. Clock ticks at 224. I I think the quarterback with running the ball is their best offensive weapon, and I think that's what they're trying about every play now. And, of course, they want two minutes. They're at midfield. They'd love to get one more score in, and South Point had a shutout going until the second and third team defensive came out on the the playing field, so they're a little little miff that they've given up points here later in the fourth quarter. Third down and six yards to go. R&E at their own 46. Moves a man out in motion. Five wideouts. Pixley back to pass. Throws this one deep downfield, and that is... Don't think he was able to intercept it. That's incomplete. And fourth down upcoming with a minute 39 remaining in the ballgame. 42-12, South Point up big. Fans, your hospitality, heating and air. 
defensive player for the South Point Stallions. I'm going to give it to Anquarius Davis, and here's why. He set the tone early, didn't he? He really set the tone in that first quarter, into the second quarter, making big plays on that defensive front, some tackles for loss, and, boy, he was in on just about every play there early for the Stallions. To commemorate tonight's performance, Inquirius Davis receives a personalized and great plaque. Our congratulations to Inquirius Davis, tonight's hospitality he and air defensive player of the game for the South Point Stallions. So here is Richland Northeast on a fourth down and six. Thought about passing, now he's going to run. Picks up the first down, just gets it. Two or three more yards on extra effort at the South Point 45, and the clock is at the 122 mark, still ticking. Tonight's Imperial Pool and Spa Offensive Player of the Game for South Point Stage is Wayman Jenneret. Hey. He was selected for surpassing an unbelievable goal of 1,000 yards yeah. plus for the year in receiving, and not just receiving the pass, also making great runs. To commemorate tonight's performance, he receives a personalized great black Congratulations, Wayman Jenneret, tonight's Imperial Pool and Spa Offensive Player of the Game for the South Point Stallions. Good pick, Mo. I like that one. So here is Pixley. Throws that one deep downfield, and that is intercepted if he stayed in bounds, and he did. Who is that? Far side of the field. I think that's number 29. That is Antoine Nelson. Good job. He'll remember that one to get that interception under the lights. He's a sophomore. Yeah, Zantuan Nelson. That could be the first of many to come. So that should just about do it with 43 seconds remaining in this one. 42 to 12. South Point will advance and play Lawrence right here at D3 South at the Corral. And, again, the long-range weather is really good next Friday. You have to buy your tickets ahead of time. You cannot get them at the stadium. Right. So go to the school, local school, get your tickets. Come on out and watch a good action-packed game next yeah. week. We want a big crowd for South Point here next Friday night. Support these kids. And here's a little play-action fake, and that's going to be incomplete. Stops the clock with 40 seconds left. And, again, the offense, Yeah, the, you, you would say, well, just take a knee going home. But these guys – they want to play. There's sure. a bunch of sophomores yeah. that don't normally get to play, and they want to show the coach, want to show their family what they can do. So they're looking to score. So here's the handoff far side brought down, and hopefully that should just about do it unless Arnie starts taking timeouts. I don't think that they will. 28 seconds left. South Point shouldn't have to take another snap. 22-21-20. And that will do it. South Point advances to the second round of the Class 4A state football playoffs with a 42-12 win over the Richland Northeast Cavaliers. A complete team performance through the first two and a half quarters from the starting unit. And, boy, the intensity really picked up for this defense. This South Point team might have a run to the state title game in them there, Mo. I think there's a lot of intensity. There's a lot of uh, we're hungry. We want more. We're disappointed what happened last year, the year before. My God, we want to win all the games and get on back down to Columbia. Now, I think Devontae Holloman has got this team yeah. queued up. The assistant coaches have done that. You and I, we certainly see ability out there. Yeah. There's no question of that. 
So if the mental attitude is right, this team's going to go a long way. Played with a chip on their shoulder tonight. You've been listening to South Point High School Football right here on 104.1 The Bridge and WRHI.com. This broadcast is a copyrighted presentation of the OTS Sports Network. Tonight's technical producer and our halftime host was Stephen Stone. Our studio engineer was Noble Counterman. Great job, Noble. For a complete listing of next week's round two playoff pairings and broadcast times, listen in tomorrow or go to WRHI.com to see where you can hear your favorite team. This is Tyler Cup. On behalf of my owner and partner, Mobile, we thank you for making our broadcast a part of your Friday night. Once again, the final score, the South Point Stallions 42, Richland Northeast 12. Good night.